Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the Collector. What's up, everybody? And we have a special guest. It this is the, the one... The best guest, man. The one, the only, the man, myth, the legend, Mick Sawyer. Tom Sawyer's <laughs> big dick on, brother, everybody? bro. <laughs> good to have you back, bro. Dude, it's good to be back. Like, I, I like it's been like little over a year yeah, I since think it has. I, I came on, because last time it was like late August Shit, we hadn't even done that many episodes, I don't think, at that point. <laughs> no, we? we didn't. Like maybe no, I think you guys were like, I want to say maybe 15, 20 episodes in, Probably. maybe. How many do we have? Fuck. Dude. We have. We have a little over 50, <clears throat> 60. We have a, a, a decent catalog now. Fucking oh, yeah. dude. It's, um, it's legit. So... Yeah. There, we've been going back and forth about having you back on. What are we going to talk about? And you settled on like gangster, yeah, the, yeah gangster <laughs> slash crime drama flicks, right? Yeah, because the Dark Knight trilogy was a fucking train wreck. <laughs> <It was>. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still one of my favorite episodes to no, this it day. Is. But I, Greg was like, you know, we talked about Batman like next to fucking nothing. <laughs> And he's like, you know what blows my mind the most about it, Nick? He was like, you fucking love Batman. You will shut the fuck up about Batman. But like, but then when you get the opportunity to talk go, about it. Hey, bro, you know what's great about Back to the Future too? <laughs> yeah, because I remember we ended up going on a tire. I, like, I was so annoyed with myself in that episode because I, I listened to it a bunch of times. Like, God damn it. I would I would go and start to talk about something and then I would start talking about something else. And I'm like, damn it, go back. Now now you know what it's like being your friend all these years. <laughs> nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, don't feel bad. He does the same thing for me. <laughs> yeah, he, he does, but he's a, just slightly more controlled about it than I am. It's like, <laughs> fuck, I need that control, man. Yeah. We've been doing it long enough that he just kind of <laughs> looks at me like, all right, bitch, it's time to all right. reel it back in. Got you. Got you. Come on. Come on. So before we get way too off topic, uh, as it is, as <laughs> right, it shows right, again, right. what what made you want to talk about this genre of films? Um, it was actually one of the I can't remember what episode it was, but you guys like you mentioned Black Mass. I think it was the Fucking component episode. Yeah, yeah, it was it was the component episode. Yeah, and I was like, and when you had said, yeah, it was good, but it just wasn't written that well. I'm like, ah. Oh. That bums me out because I fucking love that movie yeah. so much. Like I've, li- I, I wanted I, to. Yeah, I, I fucking oh, dude, wanted to. I've so bad. I've watched it so many times, especially that scene. That that's what. Before I go off topic, that's what stemmed me to be like, let's talk about gangster flicks slash crime dramas, right? You know, and yeah. we could also talk about how they kind of belong to the same subgenre, or it's a subgenre of that. Mm. Um, <clears throat> because it's like I was saying earlier to Greg, I was like. Oh, no, I was saying it earlier to you, too. It's like Goodfellas and Heat. Mm. You could put them in the same box, but two completely different movies. Right. You know? Same like, idea, just to me, executed differently. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, to me, a gangster movie is like one individual or, or a group of individuals taking out, going against like one another group. or The Untouchables. One you know what I mean? Something yeah. like that. Or uh, one man, Last Man Standing. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, something like that I would still consider a gangster movie just because oh, for sure. you got, even if it is just one badass, like Equalizer, still a gangster movie. Takes yeah. out the Russian mob in the first one. Exactly. Right. Second one, he's doing other shit. It's but. one man against insurmountable odds. Yeah. Eastern right. Promises. Or yeah, the Eastern underdog, promises. the. The, yeah. You know, like the Warriors, even that got considered a gangster movie to some degree because of the fact that it's about gangs in New York. Right. So it's pretty interesting, though, because I know you, uh, Mick, you're really into the uh, the good guy part 
of it. Yeah. You're really into the cops catching the bad guy, but I think me and Nick are on the fence. I fucking oh. love no, villains. No, it's funny. We it, are it's, villains. It's totally true. <clears throat> all fucking day long. Slytherin, I, bro. I, I'm Vince and Hannah to your guys' Neil McCauley. And I find like, I, I find that so interesting because I think most people are like me and Nick. We just like to see the, uh, the villain succeed. But you... Tell me about why you like that aspect of gangster crime dramas. That's a really nobody's ever asked me that question before. Like you, you got Did you ever like want to be a cop? Or I have like, but that's true. Um, I don't know. I think it's just I'm a sucker for the whole the you know the I guess you could say it's like a cliche, but the the, the you know the the good incorruptible cop that's just trying to do the right thing. And is is, you know, basically even at times when he's unlikable, like a Serpico type. Yeah. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, he's going to get his man and he's, you know, he's going to bring him in, you know, whether he takes him out or, you know, he puts him in jail. And I just I don't know. I've always been a sucker for that kind of character like because american gangster that's like one of my favorite movies of all time and i always love where the good Great guy is flawed movie. yeah it is Great it is and russell, russell crowe's character uh it was richie i always forget his last name but oh, yeah. yeah and like he's this serpico type mm -hmm. but uh extremely flawed all at the same time cheats on his wife and stuff like that but it's like at the end of the day he cares about the you know preserving the law and people you know like like that one scene uh, that's why i love that scene when they're in court and his yeah. wife ex-wife and she's like you think you're going to heaven because you're because you're a good per like because you think you're a good person yeah and you put bad guys in jail she's yeah like, yeah you're a fucking piece it, of shit it, just it, like them or exactly something. exactly you know? and, that, and i thought and that I, was a great scene. i love that dynamic too and i i love that scene when they find all that money and that car oh man and richie's character was like you know, I, I got to tell him and all those cops were giving him this like fucking dirty look and mm -hmm. shit like that. It's like, <clears throat> so I, I love those type of characters. Like you could say Jake Hoyt's character from Training Day, very much that type of character, too. Yeah. It's like an archetype of those characters. And right. I just love the it's like, remember when me and you would talk about we love good old fashioned revenge films. Right, right, right. It's that same idea. Yeah, that's true. Um, would you say you like um, dirty cops or clean cops more? Um, it depends. Like, because I do like dirty cops, too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like Bad Lieutenant, both versions, the Harvey Keitel one and the Nicolas Cage one. Um, and, you know, Training Day and stuff like Street Kings. I fucking love Street Kings. Like, I tell people all day long that Keanu Reeves was so amazing in that movie. And I think that's like one of his most underrated roles. But I like it where it's like a combination of the good, dirty cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like my favorite combination. Or he'll like bend the law a little <clears throat> bit to get yes. his man. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like, do I do like that. You, 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 you know, like especially like Black Rain. My, actually, this is going to come off weird to a lot of Ridley Scott fans. It's actually my favorite Ridley Scott film. It's Michael Douglas... Andy Garcia and a uh, Japanese actor named, um, I forgot his name, because I, I was about to say Ken Wanatabi, and that's so not right. That's the guy from <laughs> Batman Begins. <laughs> but uh, it always got to go back to Batman Begins <laughs> yeah. with you. <laughs> Everything know, leads right? back to Batman Begins. <laughs> Which, ironically enough, they jacked, Hans Zimmer jacked one of his own themes from Black Rain. And Five put it Degrees in Batman of Begins. Batman Begins. <laughs> 
<laughs> we should do that. Instead well, of Kevin Bacon. Make that a game. Of Kevin Bacon. What were you going to say, Nick? About what? You were going to say something to him, but he like talked over you. No, oh, I was, did I? no, I just said like it's like five degrees of Batman Begins is what I said. Oh. No, it is. It is. Oh, but yeah, have you ever seen Dark Blue with uh, yes, Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell, fuck yeah. That's like I, a good I, I, example of what you yeah, were just talking and about. And I tell people that like um, those two characters, like I feel like that would exist in the Training Day universe. Like, yeah, like same, y- same. Y- you yeah. know, like because yeah. and it is written by David Ayer. It's not directed by him, but it's written by him. And I was like, you know, Kurt Russell, Eldon Perry. That's the name of Kurt Russell's character. Like, I feel like him and Alonzo would have been friends at one point in time right. or something like yeah, that. The only difference know? is Alonzo was a real piece of shit at the end of the day. He really was. And Kurt, <laughs> he was a piece Kurt of... went to prison. Like, yeah. he got his dude and then but, went to prison. Yeah, Kurt Russell, but he was he was like the Tom Ludlow type that Keanu Reeves yeah. was in Street Kings. Like, he's kind of a piece of shit, but he fucking hates scumbags. <laughs> you know? But he did, you know, that's the thing about it. Like, all he asks, uh, <laughs> all he asks old boys is like, can I maybe go here instead of pelican bay yeah (laughs) exactly yeah oh i love that scene and and then also like i always thought about dark blue spoiler alert everybody but like when scott speedman gets killed i'm like was i supposed to feel bad about that because i just felt like scott speedman's character was just kind of like oh he's this could have been so much better if it was played by like ethan hawk or somebody like that it's just like i'm gonna be honest if they would have just cut yeah, that part right? of the it's movie like, yeah, out take him out probably like, would have been about better i'm glad i'm not alone on that nah, because nah, like nah. i just felt like oh because it's, it's like who cares speed. about him and the chick like see that's the thing with a lot of movies man they always got that love interest i hate that like shit. you know it's like all right man can't somebody just save the fucking day for, yeah, like, yeah exactly you know, you know one movie that i really i really love because of that it's not into this genre of movies but have you ever <laughs> seen finding neverland I've, yeah, briefly. I seen it, I know <laughs> so Johnny Depp's about. character is the guy that creates Peter Pan, right? And he, uh, he like takes inspiration from this lady's kids, and they get really close. And you could have easily just put a love, like they're a love relationship between him and the lady, but they didn't do that. They just kept them as like <clears throat> friends, platon- platonical friends. And I love that about that movie because they didn't take that route, and I appreciate that for it. But anyway, no, that no, I get it though. That's cool. Yeah. Like, well, because that movie's been done twenty times. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? That the one with Johnny Depp. It's like okay. Now they're probably going to perceive it as like, dude, it was definitely a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It Let's is Hollywood. So, you know. There's no romance, Let's but go you got the... pedophilia. <laughs> go to Neverland. Can I just say that kid in that movie is fucking amazing actor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, absolutely. That, that, that scene where he's like tearing apart the, the little like theater scene they have in the back in the backyard. Fucking incredible <clears throat> scene from like his age. Like. Oh yeah, that part blew me away. It, I mean, it's it's it kind of reminds me of of Christian Bale in um, uh, Empire of the Sun when he was. I didn't a kid. watch that one. Yeah, I've seen parts of it. I haven't actually watched it, right. but I've seen parts Never of it. I'm it. like, God, Christian Bale is that fucking good even before he was an adult. You know, like he was just raw he was talent, yeah. raw fucking talent all day long. But anyway, I didn't <laughs> want to get off to topic too much. So, what's your like, like if you had to pick one? favorite oh you're gonna genre. do that to him oh, I'm doing to all of us. <laughs> yeah. i thought genre i thought you said favorite gangster movie of all time well like yeah oh Fuck, well i dude. mean it's 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 kind of a varied answer because it's like if i was to go favorite gangster flick it would be the untouchables and then like my favorite crime drama that 
always is constantly in battle between mm-hmm. like Training Day, Black Rain, Street Kings, Harsh Times. You know, <laughs> like um, I could go on and on. And even if you want to get like old school, yeah, L.A. Confidential. If you want to get old school '80s crime drama, like To Live and Die in L.A. Colors, yeah, Colors. You know, stuff like that. There's so many fucking good ones. But if I had to give an answer. And I know it's such a fucking cheap answer, but it's like just just for the sake of argument, I guess I'll say heat. Yeah, you it's, know, it's like, great. Yeah. That's what I was telling my wife because we watched it the other day, and I was so surprised that she was into it. She's like, "That I is love, a shocker." I loved this movie because it's not really her cup of tea or yeah. whatever. But I'm like, "That's how good this movie is." Is like people it's that don't even so, like this genre love this movie. It's so amazing. Like, yeah, it's probably like just. It, I mean, best. I think it's kind of like the magnum opus yeah. of like crime dramas because, but I, uh, but we were talking about like me and my buddy Eric, we were talking about like what are, I, I, I was telling him about if I had any like complaints about it. There's one scene in the movie, it's between Al Pacino and the, the girl, the, the wife's character when he comes home and like. I can't stand sometimes Michael Mann when he writes his dialogue it's like come on man are they really going to drop the super high vocabulary in every little argument or debate that they have mm-hmm. because I felt like their argument didn't seem real wow. you know what I mean like because when she was like it, it just are you talking about this? when he comes home and she finds yeah, out there's it, another guy there. Yeah. Oh, not that part. The, oh, the okay. first scene. Remember when she cooked and she was like, "Every time that I try to, you know, initiate communication, you withdraw." And I'm like, "Who the fuck says that?" Like, you know, like I, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, with my wife, my ex-wife, or whatever, we didn't have conversations like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it just. Oh, I was just like, why are you being such a fuckhead? Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's like. You know, and I think about like that scene. Like, I I felt like Al Pacino's like portion of it was a little bit more realistic when he was like, "Well, I'm sorry if the goddamn chicken got dry." You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, see that I that I believe. But then, like, but then when he gets, you know, like, and it's like Michael Mann. I just wonder if he's thinking. He was like, "God, this is." amazingly articulate i'm gonna write this in here and it's gonna but you be just great. had a dictionary open <laughs> yeah, exactly. because like because then he says like well you know you want me to come home and talk about my day and you think somehow it's just gonna dispel all the heinous shit that i see every day it's like why couldn't you have just, like for scenes like that yeah. i feel like the dialogue needs to be more simplistic i'm not saying like dumb it down because some people don't know what those words mean it's just I'm sorry, I was thinking of that scene from 40-Year-Old Virgin when he's like, first of all, you throw a lot of big words around. I don't understand, so I'm going to take him as disrespect. Go on with the conversation. I totally forgot about that scene. That's so hilarious. But I mean, I don't know if you guys see my point on that. No, no, no. I do see that point because there are some movies that I watch and I'm like, why is their dialogue so like ridiculous? Yeah. Like they don't need to be saying that many like big words in this like simple ass conversation. <laughs> but at the same time, though, you don't want to be that guy that says that because you don't want to sound like the guy like, man, take your five or ten dollar words out of here. Man. Right, right, right. <laughs> you don't but there's to- a time and a place. I took my kids to this. <laughs> It's rated R. <laughs> so he's eight. It's time to be a man. Um, 
I guess I'll go next. My favorite gangster movie has to be like Casino. Oh yeah, everyone, bastard! Everyone says Goodfellas. It's such a great movie. Everyone such says Goodfellas, movie. but I lean towards Casino a little bit more. I think it has a little bit more artistic value. Oh but yeah, it kills. I just watched that a couple of months ago. Too. Really, it's, it's it is really good. It's just hands down my favorite. I love Casino. I love Casino, and it's it's probably my second favorite. Which well, I, I know sucks. you guys no, are she, like straight no, up finish like. Finish mine, yeah, sorry. and then crime drama. But I've never yeah. been into crime dramas like as heavily as you are. Um, you loved Harsh Times, though. I did love. Yeah, Harsh Times. I was gonna say. I think you might be into it a little more. I than think, you think. I think I need to get like take because a lot of the movies that you've listed, I haven't seen. Like Black oh. Rain. Oh, that's um, great. The one with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, Street Kings. I haven't seen that. You one. would love it if you loved Harsh Times. I'll let you borrow. And if you love Training Day. And stuff like that. I think I I I mean I think he'd love Street Kings. Honestly, yeah, probably. Yeah. Force Whitaker's in it. He does well, a good I, job. I, I always think about that scene when Keanu Reeves says to the, in the beginning of the movie after he kills those two guys in the very beginning. He was like, he's like, hey, bro, you think you could have left a little for us? Like, I did you a solid, Santos. He yeah. was like, and he and he starts going on, and then like. He slaps the dude, and then, like, it's so funny, like, because I've never seen Keanu Reeves play a role like this before, but he's, like, and then when he says, like, yeah, you get your ass out there. Don't make a fucking scene in the house, like Forrest Whitaker is, like, giving around orders, and then Keanu Reeves goes, run along, boy. <laughs> like, <dude. laughs> I just love that. I'm like, I have never seen that side of Keanu Reeves before. Like, and it's just so believable because, like, it's not like Bram Stoker's Dracula, right? Right. You know, like where you totally know have. he's probably com- shouldn't have went with the British accent. <laughs> no, he shouldn't. <laughs> he was completely out of his fucking element. Actually, movie. you changed my mind. I, I'm gonna take Casino out, and I'm gonna put the John Wick series. Oh, dude, John it's not Wick. a gangster movie. Yeah, man. it is. Rush or. I mean, yeah, it Russian ki- mob. It Russian mob. is. It ki- I. I feel like it's. It's like, a revenge story. I know it's that. It's action. It's kind of like a amalgamation. Of I just all wanted those to say things. that to piss him off because he, he he hates on John Wick. And when I went to your, I house, don't hate John Wick. I just don't care, dude. Like it's just like. <laughs> Now they're talking about a fourth one. I'm like, fucking seriously? I wanted to keep going. How many going? fucking hitchmen can you watch this dude just brutally execute? <laughs> hey, it can be, as it takes. It's really. <laughs> it can always be worse. It, it can always be worse. You could have another Fast and Furious movie. Oh yeah. Oh, there's three more. That. Yeah. I was gonna say those aren't stopping anytime soon. Yeah. I'm not a fan of those either anymore. Yeah. American That's just the first one. American Gangster probably is my. Favorite gangster that's movie? a great one. That's that's that a really movie. really good one. Like I mean, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, if you want me to just like give you a list of like recommendations, right. I'm more than happy to. Because like I've got so many though, but I'll just like keep it short and just give you like five. Uh-huh. Because if you were to really like want to check into my memory bank, they right. end up being like twenty. I know or thirty or something. That's like why it's that. so hard. Like. I remember one of our friends. Uh, they wanted to get more into like horror, so you're yeah. like, I got some movies for you. He came. To me, with a sheet of paper that was front and back full of movies, because Ooh. you are a madman. <laughs> when it comes to recommending movies, I don't watch no, that much horror. I kind of, ah, uh, man, yeah. you're in horror movies though, so yeah, that makes sense. I, speaking, like, I, speaking of, since we're on the fucking subject, yeah, when are we gonna get our? Oh, another oh, week. Hurts. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, bro. Just hit up We Massacre. <laughs> I don't like, like, um, they, like, cause I'm pretty sure that there's still plenty left. Like, uh, I'll have to hit them up to, like, I'll, I'll, I'll purchase them. Check. I don't mind. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm 
Trust me, they're not looking for handouts. They, they want you. Fuck the to, shirt, they, bro. They want, Put me in the want... next fucking movie, son. <laughs> well, we Talk to your do. boy. I'm sure, we could do that too. Talk to your boy. I just want a fucking five second cameo, bro. I don't. I don't have to be doing anything. He's the guy, he's the guy listening. Right. So just we're have up. me and Greg looking at each other or something, man. That's fine. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> Drinking a beer. I don't care. We'll look like Jay and Silent Bob. Exactly, bro. I'll be standing outside a convenience store or something. That'd be so fucking oh, that great. That'd be great. Well, if nobody knows what we're talking about, we massacre is. Are you part of We Massacre? Yeah, like yeah. for the most part, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. So like, it's your production company. You guys make movies. You guys have made like a handful of movies. Yeah, yeah, like um, fucking rock stars. We, I think <laughs> we've done like I think seven movies right. all together now. That's fucking crazy, son. <clears throat> it, it is like for nuts. real though. It, it, it's weird. Like it really is surreal like, almost. Yeah, yeah it kind of it kind of is. Like, and you know, a lot of people would be like, I can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's yeah. such a task. It would seem. You it it, it kind of is. I mean, it's it's really surprising how we've survived all these years. Because like, not saying that we're not like good at what we do, or you're not, we're not resourceful or anything like that. It's just sometimes it could just be like you know, like Mike or or you know, Steve will tell you sometimes fucking making a movie be like the biggest fucking pain in the ass. In the so world. much you things in the air. That, so much stuff you're doing. Yeah, you yeah, would like, think something that seems so simple. It's it's really not like yeah. y- you know. I know. Like, last time uh, <laughs> Nick wanted to like interview you about the whole like acting career and the making movies. Yeah, I really did. Oh, yeah. But we never again, got, we got completely off topic. Never yeah, got around yeah. to it. Well, so yeah. since we're on it, did you like have anything in mind that you I, I just I to? find the whole thing fascinating because like that's what I, I mean. Everybody says you know Kevin Smith and this and that, but like one of the most things I love about Kevin Smith more than anything is the fact that he made a movie with for next to nothing. Yeah. And clerks. it's a cult classic, and it's fucking, it's timeless. You know he's, what I mean? He's like and a, it's a movie like Seinfeld. It's about fucking nothing, pretty yeah, much. A, like, absolutely. You know? I, I mean, like he's like kind of a big part of like our. He was a big inspiration to our business model. I mean, and I know there's more, and <clears throat> you know what I'm saying. And but I find the whole thing that you don't have to have some big movie studio behind. You don't have to yeah. have this bankroll where you're like, it's going to take X of millions of dollars to do this. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. You said you had an idea and you had a premise. You wrote it out. Like, that's tough to write. Oh, yeah. A scene is difficult to write an entire fucking hour and a half movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, that's tough. It, it blows my mind, like, how Mike can have the patience to do that. I mean, because it's not his, his, like, I, I think just being a writer in general is kind of in so it's a great position, but kind of an unenviable position sometimes too, because if you know people are like, "When's the next story coming? What are you gonna do next?" and stuff like that, and you feel that pressure, like, "Fuck!" Absolutely, I <clears throat> gotta um, crank something out. Yeah, you know? I've I've dabbled in writing myself, and I don't have to answer to anybody. It's all just my own yeah. little creations. And I still feel the pressure of like, I yeah. got I to gotta do something good. Exactly. Like I just don't want to put out a, a, a rehashing of a story that's already been told. I want to, I want to take, um, kind of like, I want to speak on Joker for a little bit. Kind of <clears> like <throat> what, like people give him shit about it just being the king of comedy and a uh, taxi driver. Oh yeah. Like put together and but, falling down. <laughs> right. But that's all, everything created it's yeah, taking a I little mean, bit of different things and putting them together and making something new yeah and i kind of i kind of tell people it's like look you know 
our films have done that. Yeah. We kind of deconstruct all of our favorite things and just kind of smack it all together. I mean, if you really think about it, anything that you do creatively, it's like a big melting pot of everything that you love Absolutely. or that you're ever influenced Especially by. Especially that first one, you know? Yeah, ex- exactly. And I, I, Yeah, I mean, God, you, you watch... Like, you watch Rock Bottom Creek, you know, it's like you could tell every movie that we were influenced by almost. Like, oh, here's Scream, here's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, here's Halloween, Mm -hmm. you know, and then, like, and then, but, like, with Ringo, I took the deep, because I love crime dramas, so I'm like, you know, Ringo was, like, an Alonzo type Mm -hmm. at one point before he got, you know, stationed in some bust-down, like, backwoods you know small town and you know like in like you know the south you know southern region of america or whatever and you know like my my whole backstory for him is like he was that kind of because it's 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 not like i'm giving too much about the origin story but like he it's implied in the movie that he was a cop in atlanta right you know and like and and that's the thing like and i remember it was between that and I was reading the Rise of the Governor novel, and that was another, you know, from The Walking Dead. That was like another kind of source of inspiration for and Billy Bob Thornton, like, like, yeah, like, <laughs> like Billy Bob Thornton was probably one of the biggest because that scene in Tombstone is Johnny Tyler literally is the whole basis for Ringo's character right there. You know, and it's like, it's like playing poker with my sister's kids. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and, oh God, I love it. And it's like, something on your mind, cigar in my you face. know, like <laughs> get that goddamn cigar out my face. God, I feel like I'm trying to babysit my, my sister's kids or something. You nerve wracking sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and that's literally like when you watch, the the Creekers trilogy, right? That's Ringo all day long. He's just Johnny Tyler from you know. If like they made a movie about him, like in his life, that's kind of what that's my whole basis for my character. That and actually a little bit of Billy Bob Thornton's character in Monsters Ball with Halle Berry mm-hmm. was another one. inspiration, you know. But like, love that fucking sex scene. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I I mean um. But yeah, I, I like. But yeah, with writing and stuff like that, because also, um, even as a lyricist and a singer of a band, it's you feel that pressure too, because yeah. you know it's like, oh god, what am I? Do, am I gonna write another really pissed off song, or is this like you know, like and write about the shit that you know that I've written about before, or am I gonna write about something else that pisses me off that I haven't written about before? It's super, you know? it's super interesting where inspiration comes from. Yeah, like I actually wrote a song myself, like Formidable Beast or whatever. Yeah, and the lyrics was about like the rich having like you know control of the poor yeah and the poor needing to like break out and rebel against the rich and holding very them down dark night rises ish yeah basically <laughs> and uh, it's yeah, just fuck like those peasants bro <laughs> <laughs> but it's just weird because like it's not something that i'm super passionate about but the, as that in that moment when i was writing those lyrics it just like kept coming to me coming to me it's interesting because you ever notice like when like because especially when you're a writer you're very visual and sometimes you're even more visual than like articulate about things mm-hmm. and like yeah you can't really like explain yeah, what you're like seeing you're in seeing your head everything in your head and it's it makes me think about what what Rob Arnold said in the the resurrection dvd or the infection dvd uh for chimera when he was talking about 
a tangible idea. And he was like, look, I want you to listen to a part so you can hear what it is that I'm trying to explain with you without actually you hearing what I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and it's true though. It's like, it's kind of like the cover of the CD too. Like, yeah. what is that? It's just my vision in my head. I don't know what it is, but that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, and, and then sometimes like you, like, I think some people like to take like, a, like liberties on credit with that because like, if you give it to an artist me like, you that's exactly what it was that i envisioned in my head and you're like it's like even better than what i envisioned in my head <laughs> it's like, i'll just say it was me nice <laughs> like, <laughs> like fucking be a credit hound oh i don't care <laughs> like, that gives me such I, I would want somebody to take credit for something that i created because it's better than what they wanted it to be yeah don't worry bro i do it a, every day oh, i'm gonna I know tell you, you right now from <laughs> artist to artist it's true yeah. <laughs> like it's it's really true that, that is the greatest feeling is when you make something for somebody and it's better than what they expected. It's oh, such a great feeling. God, yeah, Beautiful. absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's definitely a lot of pressure writing, like for sure. Like, uh, like I mean, this, you know, now that I've been writing, it's like because so much shit has happened this year. It's yeah, you like, said very it's, political. Yeah, very political. Very. Um, and it's just been flowing out of me. Like I don't think I've ever written like this. How many albums have you done? Just uh, th- this will be the second uh, w- once it's done. But like with um, this band anyway. Yeah, with this barrel C twenty twenty one. I'm talking yeah. about yep. completely like all music released. Oh yeah, that, that's it. Oh, like, okay. I, I I mean I've I've recorded songs here and there like other bands, but Over it the wasn't years, real, but, yeah, uh, it wasn't anything really substantial. Gotcha. Like you know like. Um, I got like some other like plans like musically later on. Like I, I got another project that I have in mind that I want to do. That's like it's still heavy because you're you're never gonna take the heavy like aspect out of me. I can't do a band that's right. just not heavy. If you ever wanted to do a side project with me, like I'm all ready. All right, I'm about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hitting you up for so long. That's true. You keep I, I finding don't know. other people to work no, with. No, I mean I like now that you've said it, like he's totally he, he had this plan the entire time. <laughs> like, get yeah. him on I the just, show. I just brought you on here to be like, we need to work together, Nick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. this is, that's I'm a great game. idea. But if I'm you decide totally to start game. selling Molly, we'll drop that mixtape, bro. <laughs> Telling you, he wants me to write him like rap beats, and I tell him I'm not like, like you don't write them, man. We make them. I seen it on on hustle. What's it? Hustle and flow. I watched it. The kid from the new guy, he just hit the fucking thing three or four times, and he made the greatest trap beat I've ever heard in a movie. It was amazing. That's all I want, Greg. That's all I want. Yeah, he I just br- wanted to make some. Just do that money. twelve times. <laughs> and you know what I mean. That's one mixtape right oh there. Oh my bro. god, that's great. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> We could be big. <laughs> we can't. We can be big with metal too. Like, yeah. you don't fucking know how to do instruments, bro. I don't know how to play anything. You know what I mean? I'm the Fred Durst of fucking of heavy metal. So I guess this is gonna be a classic motif whenever we have Mick on. Is we can't stay on topic with anything. No, no, no. See, see, see. I knew you were gonna say that, but see, I still haven't given my picks. Just to see, I was gonna bring that back around. We were gonna, oh, we were gonna find way. the path again, bro. I, I had it, dude. I was focused. The only thing I was going to ask one more thing, and then I was going to come back in with mine. Dude. All right, go. All I want to ask, what do you enjoy more? Since you have been in more movies than you have done uh, music, do you enjoy writing and being singing more, or do you enjoy acting more? You know, wow. Like, 
that was the big one. I yeah, I mean, that's time. actually a pretty serious question, too, because nobody's ever I, I say that shit a lot. But you guys really do your We're fucking the research. Right. <laughs> like, you know, like no, nobody's ever asked me that question. Like it, it's it's kind of hard because it's, it just depends on, on the moment or whatever the project is. Sometimes I'm so much more into music on some days and when I'm doing that and then there's other days I'm totally into whatever role that I'm playing, whatever character that I'm no, playing. I absolutely completely get that because I do the podcast, but I also do graphic design on the side. It's like, what exactly. do you like doing more? It's like, I can't pick. Like, it's I so love them both. hard because both are, they're so like creatively pleasing in different ways, you mm-hmm. know, because it's like, it's like being able to like, I'm going to use a really weird analogy, but it's like being able to like have sex with two different types of really hot women. <laughs> like, oh, I get that. You, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, it's like, oh, but I love this one because she hits all the check marks here in this department that I love. And then I love this one because she hits all the specific check marks on this aspect of what I like no, here I too. You, that, you know, yeah. like it's, I know it's a really weird analogy. I sound like, fucking tommy dreamer and the uh the fucking beyond the mat uh wrestling documentary like it was so weird when they asked him about like pro wrestling and he goes you know the greatest thing about pro wrestling it's like sex when you go and you do a pile driver that's when the climax comes in (laughs) and i'm like and i remember seeing like why the fuck is he talking about coming, man? Like, yeah, yeah. cracking one off every time he finished the guy. Like, yeah. finished and finished the dude. I was dude. like, don't get me wrong, I get it, but like, just, yeah, I guess he really likes sex. Yeah, like, I would be so uncomfortable like wrestling with him after that, whispering in his ear, like, don't you could have told me that shit before we went out there. Yeah. You better not come this time. Yeah, well, he is kind of a, you know, he's he's kind of a sex <laughs> hound. If you listen to his podcast, like he. It's always referencing like something sexual or like she's yeah and, and Tommy Dreamer has it's so weird because he's got this like soft spoken voice like yeah I was in ECW for like fifteen years and it's just like I, I you know what I think podcasting was really where you belong <laughs> like because he's got <laughs> that voice but yeah um, we gotta circle back though because that that perfect segue <laughs> I was gonna say something uh, before we did that but. uh no, Greg, he says that about the podcasting and the graphic design. I always tell Greg he's got quiet big dick energy about what he does because <laughs> yeah. he does a fantastic job. No, he really does. He's his own worst critic, and I have to remind him sometimes, like, oh, you do a great fucking job, bro. We're I appreciate that. Because we sound amazing for every fucking week. You know what I mean? Like, No, I, I completely 100% agree. He really is, like... And I, but I'm just as guilty as he is. Like, oh, you, you know, are. There's plenty of times you you sent me something, and I was like, man, this sounds pretty good. You're like, I fucking hate my voice. Like, I sound like shit. I've had a sore throat for like a week. Yeah, I was like, two sticks of this rumor shit. No, <laughs> it's it's true too because like Greg will be like, what are you talking? No, dude, this is really good. And I'm like, oh, like I was like, and I was like. I, was I so remember hesitant. the one time whenever Face or uh, MySpace was a thing, and you put uh, a song up for the band that you were in at the time. Oh yeah, you left yeah. it up for like a week because you were having like a panic attack about your fucking vocals, <laughs> and then you took it down. It's true, it's true. Like now, it sounds like shit. Take. Did it you off. listen Take to it? it? I hope you didn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I, what to say. I think bro. you said something to me back then, like you know, you will never be successful if you keep doing that. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I mean, I'm guilty yeah, as well. But you know, and it. It was and it's true because like um, I, I did that with 
like you not that long ago too like i think it was like some of the stuff on the first burial record mm-hmm. and uh you know like i w- like sean got an edible from california and yeah. i had one and i made the mistake of listening oh you know um those no, marijuana <laughs> things <laughs> but like um he like and i went and decided that i'm gonna listen to our first record I overanalyzed that shit to death. Like when, it, and this was like after we got the final mix and master. Yeah. And like, I'm like, oh God, my vocals fucking suck. Like, yeah, you know, and then like I would sit there and I'd be like, why did I use that pattern for this part when I could have done this here? But, you know, like, I think of it as a learning experience because I've done it with this podcast. I always go back and I've actually recently been going back and listening to the ones we first started on. And I think I was being a little overly critical of myself. Like there are things I don't like about um, what I did when we first started, but I've learned from it. Like yeah, I don't do those things that I true. used to do. So it's I think it's very healthy to like grow. Like these are the problems I see in myself and I need to fix them. Absolutely. No, and I agree because in the long run, as much as I overanalyze, I have an appreciation for it more now than I did. Do you put that much pressure on yourself with the acting or do you feel more comfortable doing Um, that? Yes and no because like it depends on the role but it's like I, I always put some level of pressure on myself but I don't know. I feel like the environment is a little bit different because it's like I take both, you know, fields equally as seriously. But I think that like with acting, I always want to keep things kind of loose when the character's over because I don't want to be the fucking actory guy. You know what I mean? Like, or it's like this guy's getting too fucking actory for me. You know, like where it's like it's not what my character would say. <laughs> You know, like, he would never do that. I actually heard that from an episode of the Josta show. Like Jamie Josta from Hate Breed was talking about, like, do you ever like get actors that are a little too actory? <laughs> so good. I totally took that from him, and I'm like, I totally see what he means. You know, like because you got some people that's like, all right, come on, dude, what do you think? You're the fucking poor man's Daniel Day Lewis. Calm the fuck down, <laughs> like, right? <laughs> You know, like can't believe this is your first movie, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You're not in a movie with Brad Pitt, no? No. Oh, cool, cool. There's definitely some people that, um, you know, that you work with in the industry. Like, oh man, that'll be the last time I ever do that. (laughs) Yeah, like, and that's what you don't want sometimes. Yeah, and but and that's why I always try to make it a point to show people when they're around me especially under those circumstances that just keep it just 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 fucking be cool man don't yeah, don't be a douchebag don't don't fucking get too serious because then everybody thinks everybody's going to think you're the most pretentious prick on the fucking you know on the set and it's like I feel like even yeah, I if love you, that set. Like, yeah, that's, that's cool a, as fuck, dog. You know, I'm and, just a fanboy at heart, is what it is. Like, awesome. honestly, man, I am too, though. You know, like, and 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 like, that's the thing. Like, you know, and you kind of want to keep the morale high for the people that you're working with because it's like you don't want people to get this impression that like, what if it's like the first time they're doing something? And like, God, man, I don't think I'm going to do this. Everybody there was fucking bunch of prima donna dickheads right you know and like you don't want to 
you don't want to ruin that experience for somebody else. And I feel like there's too many people out there that are not conscious of those things or they just don't care. It's That's just their personality. <laughs> yeah. But I like that what you said because you're like, you didn't want to ruin the experience because that's what you do with We Massacre, I feel. Yeah. Is you guys are just like, you have a dream. You just want to make movies. You want it to be an experience and you just want to make something great. And exactly. And it, what, that stuff is what translates to film. Um, I think that's why I like Seth Rogen film so much. Yeah. So uh, for the most part, like uh, knocked up. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Right. I because love it. I always talk about that male camaraderie. Like you yeah. can tell they're really friends it's and they're true. just having fun. Yeah. And no, it may not be the greatest movie, but I enjoy watching it. The same here. Same it's here. Like this is the end. It's, it's one of my. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's one know. of my favorite movies. Like I love I love a great movie that has and, and Knocked Up is a great example of that, that because it's it does exemplify that that male camaraderie mm. perfectly in that movie. Like especially in that scene when he's talking to Katherine Heigl's character on the phone and he's like banging it and she's like, oh, oh. <laughs> like right. so shoving it in Jay Brashell's ear. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking great. It's so hilarious. But I love when they're making fun of old boy's beard. I know. <laughs> Face is like Robert. Williams knuckles. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Howard Hughes? <laughs> How was Burning Man this year? <laughs> oh god, it's Love fucking. fucking I, I do too. I do too. So, uh, Nick, what is your favorite gangster movie slash crime drama? Well, like, I feel like, I feel like if I don't if I don't pick it, like I'm gonna have to hate myself. It's it's got to be Goodfellas, bro. There's not a wasted fucking frame of that movie, dude. You're absolutely right. I think it's interesting. All of our favorites have had De Niro in it. I don't know if you made De that Niro's connection. the guy, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's a goat for he, sure. He is like hands down one of my favorite actors of all time. Do you get fucking smart with me? <laughs> I love that <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah, um, I don't know, and, and it's crazy because, and I have to say, Goodfellas also because that's <laughs> really the first, definitely the first mob movie I ever saw, right. and second. It was kind of like the first crime movie I saw, too. Yeah. And I just remember I was probably like 12, 13 when I saw it. And even though it was like three hours, I felt like 25 minutes. Like, I watched mm -hmm. that movie probably every oh, yeah. day for a month after my dad showed it to me. I no, went and I bought it totally back at Walmart it. when it was like $10 on fucking the... the the old pop out, yeah, the old yeah. pop out DVD, you know, oh, it's like yeah. cardboard. The worst. Yeah. Oh God, snap yeah. cases. Yeah. And it, you, you even had to flip the motherfucker because it's three hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It only had an hour and a half on each side. But yeah, that that was Goodfellas to me, and uh, yeah, and now even to this day, you guys, Greg, like we've done Gotti, we've done fucking yeah. King of New York, we do all this shit all because of you guys, Greg. I read about. Mob history, yeah, current mob yeah, I know, news. I know. Like, that Very shit's like the NFL to me. Knowledge. Like, yeah. I know who got traded, who got whacked, you know what I mean? Who's in prison, who's coming out, stuff like that. Like, I find that shit fascinating because you take guys that, that come from nothing and they've made crime work for them. No, yeah. and I, I at get one it. point I think they almost cool. they almost ran this fucking country. I, I think that's I think that's really cool because like I I was kind of the same way. Like I love the Melvin Purvis character and Public Enemies, so I started looking him up and I started looking up Elliot Ness from The Untouchables and so like I want to read, I want to like buy books and start reading about them. So it's like again, I'm on the law side of things, which right. is weird because of where I really stand of the conversation me and you had earlier, but right. like. You know, but as far as like characters and these legendary lawmen, I'm fucking 
fascinated with it, you know? Like, it's like, what does it take to be a guy like that? Like, a guy like a Serpico or something like Probably a massive fucking pair of balls, Yeah, you know? You know what movie I bet you really love? What? Dread, the new one. I do. I absolutely do. That's did you watch that episode? A, yes, I such did. Such a great movie. I, and it's it's like I was like, God, I, I said this to Greg earlier. I was like, I should have been on that episode too. <laughs> yeah, you would have you would have waxed intellectual on that one. Uh, yeah. I, I loved it, dude. And the saddest thing was is I had that bitch on my fucking shelf for like two years. Yeah. Before yeah. I watched oh, it, Greg's I like, know. I, Oh, I'll I, get you the movie. I'm like, you know what? I think I got it. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. And I'm like, I think it because I think you actually talked about that. In a previous episode before Dread, and I'm like, "Holy shit, he's had it for years and he hasn't watched it yet." Like, yeah. well, that's that's true. I mean, one of my my best friends, Steve from We Massacre, he actually bought me that Christian Bale movie, The Promise, like a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and I still haven't watched it yet. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I have this one called The Barber. <clears throat> I got it at Walmart. I don't even know what it's about. I bought it. I still have not watched it. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like, you can have it if you want it. Like, I was like, you haven't watched it. He's like, no, no I've never seen it. No, knowing you, Nick, you, like, oh, I'll consume it. You know, well, let me, let me. That's what I do, man. He, t- he told that's me to put it in the death box. So that's what I did. <laughs> oh, that's the famous death box. Yeah. Damn, I love that you. I, I've said it to you through a message, but now I'm saying it here on the show. I love that you play that clip of Nimic. Oh, 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 oh. Because <laughs> I told him when we were talking about Death Box, I was like, you know, you're making me think of that Nimic song, Death Box. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah. And then I didn't expect you to actually do what you ended yeah, up doing. I'm just doing waiting that. to be taken down because of it. Or the guys to message me and be like, thank you for using Cease our and song. desist. Yeah. Or you owe me 50 bucks. Right. <laughs> We can I'm swing w- that, by the I'm way. I'm waiting for one of the two, but I'm going to keep using Maybe it. Maybe they'll just say you owe them a really big sandwich. <laughs> it's like, um, that. that's the Subway, thing. all the way around. <laughs> I think maybe you guys should should get in on this, too, because like, I know it sounds really unoriginal, but Jamie Josta on Hatebreed, like, he'll talk about if somebody, another band, kind of jacked a riff hmm. from another band. I remember those. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. He was like... I think they owe them a sandwich. And then it says it depends on like how successful that riff went <laughs> into the future and like how many other bands it inspires. Like, oh man, you owe them lots of sandwiches. Like lots of them. Go to fucking Subway and get that fucking six footer. Oh my God. I was just thinking about that. Sucks. What if I could somehow get in contact with their manager and get their information, have a six foot sub sent to their like, house and be like thank you for letting me use this part of your song because it's amazing realistically how far do you think you could get into one of those things (laughs) realistically yeah because i'm thinking i could take probably a third of it down a third yeah (laughs) oh you're talking about the gigantic the party stuff you know from saving silverman when he's like for his presentation, he made an ultimate party <laughs> And there's like a fucking six inch left of it. <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. If it was the Italian sub, anything's possible. Like, because right. that's my go-to. I am. But a- they don't put enough meat on it. I could probably get through the whole thing. This is what I tell Just people bread. about yeah. the Italian sub. <laughs> this is my biggest complaint about the Italian sub. What you're saying. If you but, fucking but. put prosciutto <laughs> ham on that sandwich... And I know it's like, yeah, but you're only putting one other meat. Trust me, it makes a massive difference. If you you would have pepperoni, salami, and prosciutto, and like me and Ace, 
from We Massacre always talk about how the Italian sub doesn't get enough love. Yeah. Because like every movie you see, it's like they're always talking about a fucking turkey club or a fucking <laughs> ham a, sandwich. I'm a steak like, and cheese guy. Yeah, well, that's good too, though. But yeah. that's not stock like a ham and cheese or Very a turkey true. club, you know? It's like, and it's like, where's the fucking Italian sub love, man? You know, right. so that's why when we did Lefty Lucy, we're like, fucking say Italian sub. Like, do not say turkey club, none of that shit. And we made sure she referenced the sandwich by name that it was an Italian sub. Like, um, speaking of, we've been wanting to watch some of the recent We Massacre movies. How do oh, we get yeah. a hold of them? Um, There is Lefty Lucy's, uh, like, I gotta find the link for it, but mm-hmm. um, it got, it's on YouTube from this, this other company. I feel terrible, because, like, I'm supposed to be, like, the like Ace always calls me like the franchise of the company, and it's like I'm so bad with the information. It's like it's like <laughs> if I was John Cena, it's like, hey, how do I get some WWE merch? Like, oh, um, just hit up Vince. Go to the shows. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're really good about promoting, but you just don't know where to pro- yeah. put, like promote them to. <laughs> Go to a website, buy some shit. It's so true. It's like yeah, it's like I said. I I like to use the 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 Vince McMahon like things like. Oh, man, but John Cena, you're like the face of the company. Yeah, just talk to Vince about that, bro. Like, I don't really know. <laughs> I'm going to take a quick potty break. You guys keep talking amongst okay. yourself. You want to know my crime drama before you go? Or you want to do it when you come back? No, do it when we come back. All right. Fuck, I'm going to want one. That's the problem. Dude, that's, uh, uh, yeah, I can't do it. Like, All right, no, no. But like, what would be your all-time favorite sandwich? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Obviously, you know mine. <laughs> like, right. I do love the uh, spicy Italian from Subway. I that really don't sandwich. feel like it gets enough uh, love. I would say <clears throat> probably a a regular club, man. That's oh, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. ham, oh, a ham and turkey. I like ham and turkey. See, but it makes me laugh. Though. What I think when you say that, I think of that about about that Sam Raimi movie, um, Drag Me to Hell. When she, I never saw that one. Oh man! Okay, so she works at a bank, right? And there's this other guy that's kind of like a suck up that works there. Mm. And she was like, "Well, hey, can you go out and pick up some sandwiches in a turkey club?" And then the other guy comes. And he's like, "Yeah, I'll take your turkey club, um, spicy mustard." And then like she goes and she gets the sandwich or whatever. And he was like, "And the dude is so douchey." And he's like, "Oh, but." You, I said spicy mustard. He's like, you didn't, you didn't say that. And she started getting really mad at it. It's like, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> so every- if I'm talking like an actual sub, uh, probably like a Cuban. You know? Oh, see, I know that's like the go-to. Yep. Uh, I mean, but like when you get a sub, though, this is gonna be so funny that this is gonna be on the show. That like when Greg is in the bathroom, we're talking about sandwiches. <laughs> Just do what he said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep talking about subs. <laughs> but like, I like, like this is, energy. Keep it going. Is that like your go-to sandwich every time, though? Uh, no, actually, when I go to Subway, uh, it's it's a um, oven roasted chicken breast. Really? Yeah. I, like I don't that. think I've heard that. Yeah. That's not sounding stock to me, Nick. That's good. Like, I, you're you're in a category of your own now as a sandwich enthusiast. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's a it's it's a grilled chicken. Yeah. No, I mean, of course, I get it. Like, I, I'm a, I love chicken, so you know, like, um, no, I, I mean, because if I go to Charlie's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a chicken Philly with bacon, 
and ranch, Ooh, and it's called good. a chicken California. It's fucking great. Ooh, that uh, sounds really fucking. If good. If you're a pepper and onions guy, they put that in there. You know. Oh, you know, like my. If I go to any like sub place, it's always an Italian sub. I sound so. Yeah. You know, some like, places do make fucking bomb ass. Uh, Firehouse, their yeah. Italian's amazing. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, um, I have never been to Jersey Mike's, but I hear good things about their yeah, their just all their subs, subs really. Yeah, like here's the thing though. You know how like some places when you get the Italian sub, it doesn't have like pepperoni, and I'm like, that's fucking sacrilege to me. Uh-huh. Like, how do you not like? Because you feel like the asshole when you go to Publix and you're like, you're getting your Italian sub. Like, can you actually add pepperoni on that? I stopped doing it because I didn't want to be a douchebag. So (laughs) I was like, just put extra salami on it instead. I'm going to be, I'm going to get a lot of hate mail for this one. This is probably going to be our most hated episode. (laughs) I don't like pub subs. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Hater. I just <laughs> I'd rather just go to Subway or Have like you, you tried gonna... the chicken tender <laughs> sub though. Yeah, the buffalo chicken. It's not great. It's fucking great, great. <laughs> it's amazing, is what it is. I will I say, Wawa is the superior sandwiches for me. Like the best sandwich that I've had <laughs> when it comes to these kind of sandwiches <laughs> is in Chicago. There's this place called Potbelly. Oh my god, really? the best sandwiches I've ever had in my life. Way to name drop, Greg. I haven't been to Chicago. Yeah, we'll go and get go get some pot belly. If I go, I'm going to a Bulls Ooh, game. That sounds good. That sounds really, really good. I'm going to go and sightsee where all Batman Begins and the Dark Knight were shot. <laughs> it, is, it was when I first went there to uh, to visit. It's super cool to just go at those places Ooh. and just see it. It's super, super cool. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. you got to finish your crime drama list. Doesn't yeah. it? So what's your, uh, I'm back now. So what is it your gave me It gave me a good time to think about it while you were gone. Uh that's a really tough one because with the mob shit, it, to me, it's cut and dry. The yeah. only thing that could have possibly even knocked Goodfellas off was like Casino, like Greg said, or um, I love Eastern Promises. I do yeah. love that. It's That's a great a movie. One. And um, I'm trying to think if there's another mob movie that I just love. Uh, I love like the Godfather. Fox, I was gonna dude. say we don't don't, we haven't yeah. said anything yeah. about the Godfather. Yeah, it's kind of but yeah. that's like goat. <laughs> yeah. I even like, you know, even though the third one's not great, you know, I still think it has the best kills mm-hmm. of all of them. Yeah. Except for maybe it's like Sonny getting killed. I actually haven't seen the third one. <gasps> really? I have the trilogy. I just haven't watched the third one. Oh, we're going to have to watch that. Okay. Yeah, we can do a review on that. Hell yeah. It'd be dope. Yeah. Just when I thought it was out, they pulled me back in. I still say <laughs> that line. You just say. This is great. <clears throat> But uh, yeah, my favorite crime drama, um, Heat was great. Yes. Great choice. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Blow. Blow? That's wow. interesting. Yeah. Not out of left expected. field. Yeah. I, I really love Blow. Like, I, I mean, think technically speaking, it is a crime drama. Yeah. It's just not. It's really not your typical crime drama. Mm-hmm. Like you would think, like Donnie Brasco more. I love than, Donnie than Brasco. Blow. Shit, yeah, that's, that's a, a good mom movie too. Yeah, like, Actually, yeah. can can I have a like crime drama story? Yes, not necessarily a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True Detective. Oh, 
fuck yes. Season one, yes, was fucking fantastic. And fucking I love, you know what amazing. though, I love two also. Do you? I, I I think that I think that one gets a really unfair shake because if you weren't attached, like because to be fair, the writers did say that. I, I guess they said it's like the same universe, different characters, different story, mm-hmm. and I get it because the first season was so fucking good. Right. Like, you know, it was hard. Well, to you had heavy yourself. hitters, dude. Yeah, and, and, and you, Woody and fucking McConaughey, dude. Yeah, like, and it, it was hard to detach yourself from that. But like, I think I kind of went into it with this really open mind. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm all about it. I just, you know, I just want to see a good, you know, second season of the show with yeah. a different story, and it's still being crime drama, and it's it's still dark. It's not dark like the first season, but it's still very dark, and I, I loved it. And I, I thought the cer- the third season was really good too. This one with um, uh, Mer- 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 Ali. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I can never the new say blade. his name. I might yeah. have to check it out because, like, I heard it wasn't great, so I kind of just stopped at the first season. He's a great fucking actor. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, I think people, if they don't go in comparing it to the first season and just kind of go in with an open mind and just watch it for like. I just want a good crime drama. Like I, I didn't even think about this when you told me you wanted to talk about this subject. But like, there are so many great crime drama shows. Oh yeah, Hannibal. Yes, Hannibal the killing. is so good. The Killing. Yes. Yeah, oh my that's god. That's great too. Bloodline. Yeah. Dexter. I haven't seen Bloodline, but I've heard a you lot about it. You have to watch Bloodline. I'm gonna check Go it out. Go home right now and watch Bloodline. All right, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking, uh, Ozark. Ozark, yeah. fuck me, yes. Yeah, I started Breaking that. Bad, I haven't dude. finished it, but I, that that was pretty good. Um, I love the shit out of Ozark, man. <laughs> me too. I fucking love Ozark. Like that's the best recommendation you've ever fucking given me. You and Steve O <laughs> both. Seriously, I love that fucking show. It's so great. It's my second favorite show on Netflix. Absolutely, behind I Narcos. I gotta I, watch Narcos. Me too. I really want to watch Narcos, especially the first two seasons about yeah. Pablo. Whoa. I definitely gotta check that out. I'm like, I want to learn Colombian. Like, I want to learn Spanish just <laughs> because of that great. shit. The way they just the respect, <clears throat> Don Pablo. Like the way they would do that shit. Like everybody, children up to like old people. Don Pablo, they're kissing his hand and shit. Like it was amazing. I thought that was great. <laughs> He's such a terrible person, but the fear, you know. Well, Breaking Bad. I love Breaking Bad. Yeah, too. That, yeah Breaking that's Bad is definitely amazing. goat. Whoa. From start to finish, so solid. good, such a such a great great show. You know like, my goddamn name. It's Love not it's not necessarily a crime drama, but I guess it is kind of. It's more of like a uh, just drama. But you got me into it years ago, and me and my wife are watching it. What? Nip Tuck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's just a drama. Yeah, it's, well, <laughs> like, we're getting into the part with the Carver. So <laughs> that's that one starts taking a yeah, fucking dude, turn. Me bro. and my ex-wife started watching it the whole time. We're talking about like this is so stupid. Now it just got even stupider. The first, yeah, like, the first couple seasons are the best. I feel. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. I, I, you let me borrow them, but when they went to Miami, I checked, or when they went to California, I checked out. Yeah, that's when I was like, okay, I'm done. I, I forgot. Like when we started watching it again, I'm like, oh yeah, I think I checked out. Like. Like shortly after the Carver. Like, oh, did you? I, yeah, because I was we're like, still going strong on the Carver. Really? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. No, I think it was literally after the Carver ended and that whole shit got like you know wrapped up. I'm like, 
oh my god, this show is so fucking ridiculous. There is some points it's like, oh my god, this is stupid. Like, really? <laughs> That's fucking stupid. Absolutely. Like, I would get like mad. <laughs> like, I was like, my wife is too. Like, she's like, I don't like the show anymore, but I'm so invested. I keep watching it. It's weird how you still are kind of attracted to it as dumb. You know as what bothers the shit out of me about that show, and what? I've never been able to say it. That fucking oldest son. Looks like Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. I can't get over it, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Five seasons. I'm like, what the fuck? Like... I can't say I'm not like, the only one that dude, felt that way. No, I'm no, sorry. Not, like, if it, they it, ever it, make a movie about the later part of his life and that guy doesn't play him, somebody's getting sued. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so annoying too because like every his time kids would co- say, "Daddy, he's such a little like, dick." He like is every a time he comes asshole. in, he's like, "Well, I guess you know, I guess you're not my father after all." Like it's just this stupid little shrill voice. Yeah, it's on my fucking nerves. He starts banging. Ugh. He starts banging. He's like chick. Skyler from Breaking Bad le- level. I hate like, her on that like, show. <laughs> like, I wish he killed her so many times. So on that do show. I. Fucking She's the worst bitch. part of that show. Yeah. Yeah. Skyler, um, the lady that's doing it in Breaking or uh, Ozark is doing it so much better. She's like taking control. Of yeah, everything. I'm kind of fucking with Wendy more than right Marty now. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what's interesting? As shitty as the things she's done, somehow her character is It's all for the family. Yeah, exactly. Whatever terrible fucking thing she tells herself, it's for the family. I can't say that shit about Skylar. She's fucking... I'm going to hate that bitch. She's so powerful. Oh, no. No, Skylar does nothing to... To, to make the plot better, she just no. like perpetuates like already She's the existing wet towel problem. At the beach. Yeah, it's like, like shut up. Like when she tried <laughs> to kill herself, why didn't you fucking succeed? Right. You know? <laughs> like when she cheated on Walt, I'm like, please cut this bitch's head off. Yeah, just take her down seriously. to Mexico. Let the cartel help you out. Just take this bitch's head off. I agree. Dude. I mean, we sound like a bunch of savages, right? Now. <laughs> like. Nah, man, everybody that loves Breaking Bad fucking hates her character. Yeah, I'm sure she's a wonderful woman in real life. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure if I saw her do anything else, I'd probably like her in it, but yeah. It kind of makes me think, though, like, um, like, you know how, like, sometimes, like, people will ask, like, when there's two characters on a show or a movie, and they ask, like, well, you guys, like, had tensions in the storyline and stuff like that, but was there any real, like, tension when on the set? And I, I never understood, like you know like why that question gets asked so much like come on but like i remember i was watching uh a panel for halloween four mm-hmm. uh, on like my 25 years of terror documentary and but i thought the girl that played this rival chick to um ellie cornell's character in the fourth halloween like they were battling over boyfriends or whatever, and they said to her, "It's like, well, do you and Ellie Cornell in really real life don't like each other? Like, well, you don't see that little bitch here now, do you?" You know, it's like, <laughs> I just always thought, like, that's pretty good. Do you ever have that? Do you ever get into character so much that it's hard to like after they're like cut? It's hard for you to like be like, um, do you go acting. full method? No, I don't pull Kirk Lazarus. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, like nice. I'm not the guy that's like I don't drop a character until I've done a DVT commentary. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if anybody else would have done that, then Robert Downey Jr. then he got killed. Then he got, Seriously, then he got lynched. And it's so great. To, I just watched it like a couple of weeks ago. Even and Jamie Foxx is like, you can't get mad at him, man. No, dude, baby, you like, can't. It's, it's so hilarious too, especially when he's like, uh, it was like. You know, like, like there's like, uh, it was like, Action Jackson can't cry. That's what's going down. 
He's like, get away from me, you taste your pasty tea bag. You ever heard of emotion? It's <laughs> yeah, emotionality. Here. Where is it? <laughs> Four time Academy but no, Award. I don't winner. think I've ever gotten that method. Like really? I, I mean, I remember Rock Bottom Creek was the most stressful fucking film I've ever ever made of course it's the first one so. i was gonna say it was the yeah, first one. Like, yeah and, and it was oh my god it was a nightmare i think like, it's more goes to because it was everyone's first like yeah adventure, pretty much so everyone was learning as everybody was learning and tensions were flaring like i hated my ex-girlfriend at the time where i was beginning to yeah i've got nothing but nice things to say about her now but at the time i was like god i Fucking hate this bitch. You know, like you know, I really wish action. I, I really wish I would. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but you know, looking back on it now, like you probably wouldn't trade it for anything. No, like, absolutely you know? not. Like, and it, I actually do regret because you guys came to me asking me if I wanted to be a part of it, and I was too insecure. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I was super insecure, and I didn't feel like I could live up to your guys' talent. And well, we, we already got like, t-shirts. We're like, well, bro. Greg's cool enough, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> But no, I, I totally forgot about that. I haven't thought about that. And yeah, like I regret it because I see you guys. Not that I want to ride on your t- coattails, but you know, I would have loved to be like a part of We Massacre now. Like, no, no, but it's cool though because like, um, it's 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 interesting to me because it's almost overwhelming when people would be like, you know, you guys have inspired us so much to do this. Like we've had like. A lot of different people that it like ever got into podcasting or acting or music and stuff like that. We just love the whole idea of We Massacre, and it was such an inspiration to us. So we started doing it too, and it's like that's fucking nuts. It is like like it's really crazy to um, be, to to just hear that. You absolutely, know? I we started doing this on a whim because I had the equipment, and he wouldn't stop. L- pestering me about doing a podcast <laughs> yeah. i'm like fine let's do the let's do the podcast and started doing it and people started listening to it and i've actually had people that like i was so like inspired that you did that that i started my own podcast yeah i'm so and glad. i was like, like that's so awesome like it really is and it's cool too because it's this local level community in, right. a, in a way and and i love that because me and you have been good friends for so many years and then like when i found out about war with cinema i'm like i'm totally gonna listen to it it's just right. gonna be basically like mine and greg's conversations <laughs> pretty much <laughs> you know and then like you got nick which obviously is a fucking like anybody would want him as like a co-host of a show because like i have people trying to take him now and i'm not letting them (laughs) dude you fight for him i will (laughs) i'm not going nowhere man (laughs) but you know it's wheezy i'm talking about you (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm not opposed to doing another one no 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 you know what i mean but i I will never stop doing this as long as this man wants to do it we will do this no i i love this show like i it's it's one of those things like i said i'm slightly biased yes but like i am legitimately a fan of this show yeah i i i love the format of it i love what it's about and you guys always have such great banter in between the films and stuff like even if it's something that's not directly related to the film right and it's just it's so fun to listen to because i think it's because it's relatable in a way because like 
you, it's just like hanging out with your friends. It's like a conversation with your friends. Yeah, we have. I have a friend that says he likes to put me put the podcast on in the car because it just feels like me and Nick are sitting in the car with him, just having yeah. a conversation. Like Greg sitting next to him, but I'm in the back seat. Yeah, when he's talking shit. Yeah. It's true. It's it, like I totally get that, and that's what I wanted because I was listening to a lot of podcasts of. Um, uh, we're always jerking like this podcast off like whatever i don't care anyway um i was listening to a lot of podcasts and it's a bunch of friends it's very formulaic and they're all just like praising a movie or all shitting on a movie and i was like wouldn't it be cool if like the two people doing the podcast didn't agree on the movie and they just fought about it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and that's what war with cinema is yeah and it's perfect like a it's lo- it's funny to look back on it now because like you said we got over 50 episodes and like there's little things that me and him do when we record that like we don't even have to say him now. It's just like like I said, like he'll just be like, "All right, it's going a little long," or like, "Hey, come back," or you know, just a little shit like that. But it's I think it's awesome, man, and I've had a lot of fun doing this, man. Yeah, and then no, you started up your podcast with uh, oh yeah, Slinky uh, Red Rabbit, yeah, Red Rabbit, yeah, and, and yeah, we're we're gonna be relaunching that too, like. I showed him the podcast room. Dude, it's so legit. Like, it looks so much better than this shithole. Like, <laughs> Don't say that, bro. This is the lab, dog. No, I do. No, but lo- it's like the way his apartment is set out is there's like this section that's just like looks like somebody like, we should do podcasts here. Like, that's what it was built for is like yeah, a little podcast totally. room. It's crazy. Like, I was like, oh, my God. We'll have How- to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, when like because we're going to do episodes there and I'm going to go back and forth and do some at his place, too. And some we'll do through Skype because we've got microphones and stuff like that where the audio doesn't sound like shit. Right. Well, yeah. Tries yeah, not to. Yeah. It, it sounds better than than if you were to just have a normal Skype call, you know, but like um, <clears throat> but yeah, like would you guys come on our show? You know, oh my god! Like it's gonna be the same thing. Like it's gonna be like we're just gonna talk about movies, right? <laughs> like, you know, like there's no like. But that's specific- what we love to do, man. That's what at the end of the day, this is why we did it. He's like, we're gonna talk about movies anyways. He's like, why not record it? Yeah, yeah exactly, like, exactly. That that's was why. the at the end of it. That was what broke it down the simplest. He was just like, look, bro, we talk about movies every time we're around each other, anyways. He's like, let's just fucking record it. Yeah, right. and I was like, that sounds absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. But yeah, uh, well, fuck yeah, we definitely love to be on that show. Oh Absolutely. yeah, for definitely sure. Like, all day rate. long, it's gonna happen. It's just only a matter of time, really. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm I'm excited about it because like, I I was just telling him, like, I was telling Slinky, I'm like, man, this is gonna it's just gonna be fun because you're gonna hear that camaraderie mm-hmm. between the four of us all on the show, and it's just like because it was like when I I did this episode for the first time. And it's just really weird because it's the first time me and Nick met, but you wouldn't, I don't know. I feel like when you listen to that episode, you would never think that we just met. I think that's all. why. Yeah. Because that's the thing about it. Like we were like, we can stay on top of it because like we didn't even think about the fact that we were doing that. It was just like, Hey man, so what do you think about this? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember like what started the derail. <laughs> it was Nick brought up. 80s and 90s action flicks and i'm like oh there you go that's, right that's where it started that's the fucking foil right that's there. why i've been wanting to get you guys together for so long i'm like you guys are just run-on sentences and it'd be funny just to get you in the same room <laughs> yeah because yeah. yeah, i do remember you saying that to me prior before i did the first episode yeah and i remember like 
Yeah, it's like, yeah, Nick fucking loves like 80s and 90s and tough guy films and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's great. That's yeah. perfect. You said the, the the cop that's willing to do anything. I was like, and I looked, I almost wanted to look right at Greg. I was just like, and that's why Die Hard is the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the, definitely the greatest franchise. Oh, really? Because it didn't even get mentioned the whole time we were talking. Yeah. <laughs> Such a bastard sometimes. No, I'm just kidding. You know, but five I, great. Well, maybe not the fifth one. We but they're gotta, all we, great. We, like, oh god, yeah, not the last one though. I own it on Blu-ray. I, I, I got. <laughs> I don't. I have. had it on Blu-ray and I gave it away. Like I, I kind of like sucker punch. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it to Greg. Take the shit off I my know, hands. I, I know how you feel. He's like, you get out the regular fun. copy. I was like, I'm good. Uh, he still gave it to me. <laughs> I, I, me, um, Mike and Steve, like. I refer to him as Ace, so in case people get, like, confused, you know, but, like, me, Ace, and Steve went to go see that Die Hard flick in the theater, and, you know, we're all excited about it. And we're I remember it came there. out on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Dude. Me and my wife went and saw it. 2013, like. <laughs> She's, like, so romantic. 60-year-old <laughs> like, Bruce Willis saving the day. <laughs> we, we were sitting down, and we're, like, this movie sucks. Like, like like this this sucks like yeah. it's 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 like it doesn't it doesn't feel like a diehard movie and then like especially with the i thought the sun thing i hate to say it but jai courtney's way killed it like for me personally no he was great but the the fucking cliche badass son thing that's in, it's like, oh of course he's in the fucking cia <laughs> so of course he's even Bigger and better than John McClane. I would have much rather the daughter got kidnapped again. Like honestly, yeah, right? like I would have rather seen like, the like daughters in live, Russia for college yeah, or whatever. Like, like Taken Four would have been better. Yeah, than that. Like, they should have yeah. had Lynn Wiseman come back and fucking direct it at least because Live Free or Die Hard was great. I loved it. I loved, I it, yeah. loved the shit out it's of it. It's my that second movie. favorite. It, for it's sure. so good. Like it's and you would think because. John McTiernan didn't come back to direct it. Like, oh, I don't know, man, because you don't have John McTiernan. And literally, when you think about it, he directed the two best ones in the series. Even though I fucking love Die Hard 2, and that's not the most popular opinion. Die Harder yeah. is like yeah, my yeah. next to last I, favorite. I love it. Like, <laughs> I I don't know why, but it's a hell of a lot better than fucking A Good Day to Die Hard. I think that's yeah. a fucking pile that's of shit. That's why when they said they were like, going to make six, I was like hopeful. I was like, God, we got to redeem it. Yeah, but like, do you and hear, now they're talking about the did, fucking time travel or the flashbacks or whatever. Did I'm like, you hear, yeah, the they're fuck. talking about doing like an, uh, a younger John McClane. I'm like, what are you going to do, CGI Bruce Willis? Yeah, right. You know, it's well, like all that, that shit Looper. worked on the Irishman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just cast Joseph Gordon-Levitt and put right. makeup on him. Fucking like, Looper, dude. But yeah, I mean, like. And we saw that in the theater, and like, and then I think the scene that got me the most, that just drove me nuts, is the very ending where it shows the McLeans walking off the chopper together, yeah, all happy and prosperous. And I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, fuck this movie. I like, watched the behind the scenes because, like I said, I own it on Blu-ray, so why yeah. not, right? Yeah. Because like, I'm trying to figure out what. Maybe he thinks this movie's good. I don't know. And even the director seemed to like, he kind of knew this movie was going to be terrible. Like, <laughs> like, he's like, how do you feel about directing a Die Hard? He's like, the fifth Die Hard? <laughs> he's like, I'm so excited. Like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, this is the part where I'm supposed to be excited. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's true. Like, I believe it because like, the, everybody looks so excited to be back, especially Bruce Willis. Like, <laughs> Bruce like, Willis is like, check cleared. 
Yeah, well, I guess the check cleared, so I guess I'll be doing it. I yeah, said a okay. number I thought they'd never agree to, and they fucking added five to it. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm here. <laughs> they brought in this fucking Australian to, to play my son. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he kept doing that shit until he got to the, uh, uh, oh, my God, I can't think of it. The Untouchables? The Unbreakables? The oh, Unbreakable, Expendables. yeah. Expendables, thank oh. you. And that's when he re- met his limit. We're like, you No, that's when Sylvester Stallone said, I don't give a fuck how good you are. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to come on my set and you're going to bargain money, asshole. We're going to cast Steven Seagal. Two, <laughs> Which two they never did either. For two hours. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Bruno. <laughs> you know, like, but like, and then Steven Seagal. I guess apparently is kind of a douche too. I mean, it's not really hard to believe. He watched but that like, fucking cop show he was on. Yeah, and yeah, can right. tell that. And it's like, but they sit there and they talk about Steven Seagal and like his eyes are always squinted and he's like, "Yeah, well, um, I trained with some guys and uh, you know I did some fights back in the day, you know." Like, and you're just like, "God, how come nobody's you, punched him in the face?" Do yet? you know who Tom Segura is? <laughs> yeah. He no, fucking no. kills it when he talks oh about Steven God. Seagal. So Tom Segura is a stand-up comedian. Yeah. He has a, a bunch of stand-up on podcast. Netflix, but the one, and he has a podcast. But the one I'm talking about, I think it's completely normal, is the name of it. And he has a Steven Seagal bit that is fucking priceless. Oh, God, and you I can't have wait to watch to see it. it. <laughs> I, I have to. <laughs> because I do years. have an affinity for... Steven Seagal movies from the 80s and the 90s. Like, I, I just. Those are do. the only ones I can watch. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> because there's one, like, they were talking about one of his newer movies. I fucking died laughing. And they were talking about, it's like, yeah, this guy's so badass. He's so great at being a sniper. He's sitting on his ass the entire time. <laughs> and he's not even, like, he's not even putting his fucking back into it. He's just like, you got a sniper rifle? I'll just kind of look at the scope with his fucking sunglasses still on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, come on. If douchebag douche had a face, it would be Steven Seagal. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. I laughed so hard. It's like, and I, I can't remember what it was that I watched, but they were like taking it apart. And it's like, and then he makes machete tough to watch, dude. And right. then it gets worse. Now Bruce Willis is starting to run down that same path. Oh, oh yeah. Because straight B movies. He's got a movie. I swear to God, it's jacked from a Steven Seagal title. You take Hard to Kill and take out two and then make hard it backwards. Kill, kill, kill hard. hard. And I'm like, really? <laughs> That's the fucking title of this movie? It's like that. Wow. Movie. It's like Bill Murray in Zombie Land, too. He's like, look, guys, drugs cost money. At least he had an explanation (laughs) Fuck I mean he's probably still paying Debbie Moore alimony (laughs) My kids are 30 why the fuck am I still paying her (laughs) She hasn't made a movie in 30 years I'm having to do five a year That's why (laughs) I did two during the pandemic I'm fucking dying over here I'm John McClane. I'm not supposed to struggle like this. Oh, dude, like he's he's got to get that Die Hard money. Like, like that's that's what it is. Because like he's waiting on that next Die Hard. Because, dude, they're like, why haven't you ever turned over the role of John McClane? Because I got fucking bills. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. true. Like, but like when you like sometimes you see all these Bruce Willis movies that just pop up. 
in your queue on Netflix, or you you'll walk by a, a red box. Like, there's a lot of fucking Bruce Willis movies. I didn't even know he and made a lot that of ones that movies. I haven't even seen or heard of. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I don't feel good about this. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna watch any of this. And the only name you recognize is Bruce Willis. That's probably <laughs> yeah. an indication right there. And well, it's, it's like John Cusack too. Like, oh god, like, dude, oh. he's a bad. Hey, Cage, man, my boy Nick Cage oh. is struggling. No, he's not. He yes, just color he out is. of space. Oh, so great. <laughs> Try to forget that I've been took that in too, man. Like, Timmy lives in the well now. Like, <laughs> that's the greatest line ever. Um, he did another movie called Mom and Dad. Have you watched? That? Yeah, you showed me the great. trailer. That looked better than that bullshit that we watched. Great. Like, I actually watched that. Last Last year, that's really good, so and I silly. love it. Lance Henriksen plays Nicolas Cage's dad, that and cool. he pops up like towards like the end of the movie. And I'm like, holy fuck, Bishop, Bishop's Nicolas Cage, Nick's Cage's fucking dad. That's great. <laughs> and it, oh, it was so awesome. Like it's kind of like that shitty movie Jennifer's Body, yeah. and at the very ending of the movie. Lance Henriksen's that truck driver that picks up fucking Megan uh, Megan Fox's Megan Fox, character, yeah. and I just remember because Lance Henriksen's got that smoky voice, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, like yeah, I'm gonna go and see this band. He's like, sounds like one hell of a band. <laughs> like he just has <laughs> that voice, you know, because like I think I told the story on you the last. Like the world's most interesting <laughs> truck driver. Thank you for picking me up. He's very wise. <laughs> like, I always saw that movie because I thought we'd get to see her tits, man. Yeah, that and... was a lie. <laughs> like, it, it got me, bro. And, Always working at a theater. And, and then, so. like the other thing was too, like it's like I think I told this story when I met Lance Henriksen, mm-hmm. and I had said to him, like, "Man, I named my bong after you," <laughs> and like he was like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> like yeah, it's like, and it's so crazy because I'm like, dude, Frank Black from millennium is talking to me right now and oh, like i forgot that was like that is that was, like your favorite tv that, show that was like the show of shows like i feel like that was the true detective of that time have you ever 90s. seen this show it's so he is obsessed with yeah, this never show. Heard of it. three fucking seasons left gold me on a fucking cliffhanger for the rest of my life <laughs> I remember. that's the worst bro like yeah. <laughs> sopranos fucking almost killed me man oh. Like, um, and I met him and like, I felt so cool because I had this pitch that I thought he would like take to David Fincher. Yeah. Right. It's so fucking delusional that we are sometimes as fanboys because like I went up to him and I'm like, so I thought about this, like you did alien three and that was David Fincher's film debut. And I figured, you know, since seven was since seven was such an inspiration to Millennium, because that's what Chris Carter kept referencing, like it would be great if like they did a Millennium movie with David Fincher directing it and you as Frank Black right now and what's going on in his life. He's like, Yeah, I like I like Fincher. Yeah, Fincher's great. I worked with him. Yeah, and it's like he's <laughs> probably like just just go. Yeah. Please, You're please. only the twelfth person that's Wait. told me that today. <laughs> I would be so bummed if that was true. Like, fuck, man. I thought, I, I, that thought I cornered no? that market, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, Actually, secretly, they've been trying to get that together for years. And he's like, <laughs> he, why, he why likes you a cigarette before wounds? answering you. <laughs> Son, if you knew how many times I tried to get this goddamn movie off the ground. <laughs> I love how you're doing Lance Hendrickson, but with a Clint Eastwood expression. Oh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not that. 
I do. A, I don't know, man. I, I don't think I do voices. Very well, good. hey, no, no. Clint Eastwood's got a smoky voice too, so it's yeah. not really that much of a stretch, you know. But yeah, I mean, and, like I, I and like I probably looked like a fucking stalker when I was there. Because I take back my pick for crime drama. Ooh, what? True Romance. Ah, oh, that's fuck. A yeah, one. eat that. Yeah. Oh, he you must have thought it was White Boy Day. <laughs> No, hey, white boy, it ain't white boy. I that's another movie I watched with my wife recently, and Dude, she loved it. It's like, amazing. It's so amazing. That movie needs to be shared with so many people. It's, Heavy hitters, baby. Yeah. Oh, I love God, that fucking movie. movie. Like, I mean, especially when um, he was like, um, what was it like? Oh, I love that. Uh, you know, he don't eat pussy bit, yeah. and he comes in there and he was like. Yeah, he said the great that he Sam Jackson popping yeah, in for yeah, a cameo. It's so great. He's like, yeah, he said he don't eat pussy. And well, he's like, about he won't I ain't going to eat no pussy. And if I did eat some pussy, I ain't going to tell no goddamn buddy about it because I'd be as embarrassed as a motherfucker. And then, like, fucking Samuel Jackson's like, you smoke enough sherm. You, you, you smoke enough sherm, your motherfucker do a lot of motherfucking crazy things like going up to suck a nigga's dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gary Oldman's expression. <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> like, man, fuck you guys, man. You guys are crazy. You know that? And that was the guy that played Tin Tin in The Crow, also, <laughs> by the way. Talking about great actors, Gary Oldman, like, go. Dude, don't get me started. <laughs> he's in that movie. He's in that movie literally 10 minutes, bro. And he's the best even. part of that movie. And he it's fucking, well, I don't know, bro. Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken scene. It's one of my favorite scenes of Boo. It's oh, yeah, that is a great it scene. It is. It's 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 it really is a great scene. But I also love the Tom Sizemore Chris Penn scene when yeah. they're interrogating Leo. Yeah, that's pretty. And good. he was like, and, and like I love that scene. When he was like, "Yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be fucking her in the ass because her pussy won't be tight enough for you anymore." It's like, yeah, you hear that, fucking faggot. <laughs> It's also cool that he pulls that back in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, my God. Well, uh, yeah, it's, cause it's Chris Penn, but yeah. Yeah, and they reference Alabama and uh, Reservoir Dogs, too. So it's kind of like a shared universe. Of course it is, because Tarantino wrote it. I was going to say Tarantino. He did write True Romance. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Like, uh, but yeah, Gary. Tony Oldman. Scott directed that, didn't he? Yep. That's what sure did. Like, it's my favorite Tony Scott, like, next to Last Boy Scout. Like, Fucking love Last Ugh. Boy Scout. So that could great. be that could have been Die Hard Five. I would have liked Seriously, that more. It could <gasps> Seriously, have. it could have. Yes. Oh, so winding down. Kill you about five thousand dollar pants. Um. So I said I had some news. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. Tell me about some Zack Snyder news. You know I want to hear that. Oh, Justice League, uh, Snyder cut. Is gonna have Jared Leto's. Jared. I know. I heard that. I was hoping that's oh, what you were gonna say. Oh, I didn't dude. know Don't that. Don't act excited. This is dude, not a good thing. I'm fucking so excited, bro. <laughs> Give this guy more than two fucking minutes, bro. Okay, like, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. The man and wants I'm, an Oscar, bro. Like he's a good actor. He deserved I'm, a better I'm shake 100% at it. Hundred percent with you, Nick. But this is no longer the Snyder cut. If they're adding shit to it, <clears throat> that's just leading up <clears throat> to the air cut, baby. <laughs> Where we take that Enchanter storyline and throw that shit control out from Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> Dude, when Joaquin just walks in and knocks it the fuck out of the part with that big dick energy, bro, right. gets an Oscar. Big dick energy, I love. They're that. like Heath had to fucking had to die for that shit, man. <laughs> but Joaquin just gives it the eating disorder, fucking kills it, bro. 
Like, but do you hear what I'm saying though? Like, I get it. I want Jared Leto to have a fair shot at the Joker, but this was supposed to be the original vision of multiverse, baby. We're yeah, bringing I mean, it all you already, together. You, you already heard that uh, Christian Bale got offered to return as Batman in a cameo. That's like my favorite uh, meme right now. Movie, and they already got Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck confirmed. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about them. If you get Christian Bale, I'm there. Yeah, I'm fucking there. There's a meme you know? going around. It's got like all these different Batman, like animated Batmans and shit. It's yeah. like, wow, this new Flash movie looks great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what are your thoughts on the new Batman movie? It got pushed back to 20. Oh, oh, the yeah. the um the Robert Pattinson one? Yeah. I actually think it looks really good. Yeah. Like I love how it looks like seven and a Batman movie, you know, and Very it's like gritty. this is gonna be great. Like yeah. and I guess evidently they said that they're they are gonna emphasize more on his detective skills yeah. in this one. It's gonna go old and, school, man. Y- yeah, and it, it looks really, really good. Like it looks Way but I mean, I wasn't ever opposed to Robert Pattinson. Like, I feel like it's like, why is everybody shitting on that guy? That guy is not a bad actor. Mm-hmm. Like, People I always I, hate I, him because of Twilight, bro. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. But like, I always say, stop focusing on him and focus on Kristen Stewart. Why does she have a fucking career? I know, she right? She, oh yeah, I <laughs> she's guess. working at Wendy's now too. <laughs> like, she's Batman. She's such a terrible actress, man. Like. And like, but no, I, I think it looks really good. And I mean, like that scene where Robert Pattinson's beating the shit out of that, that, that dude. That shit got Ooh. me so hyped. I'm vengeance. I'm vengeance. Yeah, it, it looks fucking amazing. And it's like, and. I said that when I heard I was like. I just like at before I saw the new Jim Gordon. I'm not going to lie. That guy can I was so like biased when I found out Jeffrey Wright was cast as Gordon because I'm like. It's not fucking Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman can't play Professor or Commissioner Gordon the rest of his life. <laughs> yes, he kind of can. He kind of can. No, I even like the old dude. I even like the old dude from the from from the Tim Burton and, oh, and on. Pat yeah, I liked him. I even liked him as Commissioner Gordon, man. Yeah, like I'm just I'm a You'll big never Batman be fan. Than Gary Oldman, though. Oh, Gary Oldman got... was. I mean, it's yeah. kind of a waste of his talent. Honestly, he could have played Scarecrow better than the other dude, Cillian Murphy. Oh, oh, he's, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's right, because I forgot you. Uh, you. That's like one of your biggest gripes about Batman Begins is is. Uh, I just felt like the Scarecrow was <laughs> underutilized. I like. Guess I we're think... gonna finish our Batman conversation oh, yeah, on this yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to put us in a box, bro. Watch, I'm gonna bust right through that shit. We'll talk about Batman, whatever we want. <laughs> we went right back to like it's the Dark Knight trilogy question mark part two. <laughs> These fucking guys. <laughs> Start playing a drinking game every time we get off topic. They're fucking hammered by five minutes to, in. Or just go to Batman in general. <laughs> Talk about gangster movies and crime. I mean, I guess Batman. I mean, a crime it kind of does because go of gangster shit. Circle. Batman I mean, was bored. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of true. Like, I, I mean, yeah, because like, it's not really that much of a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> like Joe Chill's the real it. hero here. You know I mean? like, <laughs> That's the first. I've never heard that before. Like, yeah, Joe Chill's the real hero. <laughs> like, dude, he shot Bruce Wayne's parents. Like, but he yeah. gave us Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's a very years, optimistic baby. way of looking at it. Like, I, my whole opinion of Joe Chill has completely changed. <laughs> Because I'm telling you, man, sometimes the villain is just, it's the better character, man. 
And I think that it would be like if I, I mean, obviously I'm not an actor, but if I was an actor, I would have a lot more fun trying to play a villain because of the fact that I I would like to say I'm a good person. Like, I don't. Yeah, I mean, mean, I'd say so. I mean, like to play a cop, I feel like would be easier because like I already, you know what I mean? I'm I'm not out here killing people and shit. Like I follow the law for the most part. And like, you know what I mean? Like I'm a speed every now and then, but you know, but. I don't know. I just feel like playing a villain to take it there, to take it to that place that I mean, like I totally it would fuck with yourself having to do it. Like I oh, think that would be harder. It does. It does. Like I, I will say this though. I don't know. Like to me, I feel like because I've played a villain, it's so much more challenging to play the good guy. The straightforward good guy. And I'm that kind of person that has to fucking challenge myself in any way that I possibly can. Like when we did King James, I was so excited about that. It's like I get to play what everybody else would say is like the bland, you know, good cop, flawed cop character. Because I felt like, no, I feel like I have something to contribute to that medium of those type of characters. Right. You know, and it was... You know, like 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 even when um, you know, like when we did the third and and the Creakers trilogy, and I I envied Steve because he kind of had the part that I wanted because it, like in the well in the third movie he did because I was like, oh, he's like he's hell bent on revenge after the first film and stuff like that, and I felt like God, I would love to have that part because. I think it's just because I've played the villain, mm. so my perspective is different on that because I've done it, and it's like it's like trying on an old suit and it always fits. It's yeah. it's. I not, mean, I'm not taking it away because I'm sure they're both <clears throat> difficult. Because the whole thing is, do you believe? Yeah, you know exactly. Being do you convinced, think I am and this even person. if you are convinced, can you connect with right. them? And that's like you know I like taking those leaps and those challenges, and it's like. Um, you know, but it's like also at the same time, it's yeah, I, I get it even more now than ever. Like, you know, Ringo was just such a, you know, crazy kind of like nutso character. Like, that's what people want. And I get I get that now. It's like it's kind of like um, uh, my like, like, you know, like, yeah, we all know about the Hulkster. We know about Hulk Hogan. But hey, everybody likes the Hulkster. Mm-hmm. So put the fucking red and yellow tights on and dance your ass out there and fucking give the people Get a your show. Bow. You know, like it, you know what I mean. It's kind right. of like, and and I don't mean that to like demean, you know, those characters, but I get why people love that. It's just, it's like a fucking a trusty burger that you get at McDonald's. You know, it's never gonna let you down. Yeah, you absolutely. know, but why I, Darius Rucker will always be fucking hootie to me, bro. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. But I feel like later, like this generation, is we're connecting more with the villains than we are the heroes. Yeah, like we have the Marvel universe, and that's fine and all. But in every other aspect, we're connecting with the villains too. No, it's true. It's they're also written better now too. They are written so much better. The first comic book movies, villains were written slapstickier than the fucking heroes, so it's harder. I felt like it was harder to like them. But now, like ever since, like you ever said, like oh, ever they're since more he, fleshed out now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ever since the Dark Knight, that's why fucking Christopher Nolan's always going to be a goat too. Because <clears throat> oh fuck yeah, he made villains just like 
You don't even. It's sad well, to I mean, say in a Batman movie, you don't give a shit about Batman because you just want to keep seeing the villain. I mean, Ra's al Ghul. Exactly. You know, like, I, I mean, it's like a character that a lot of people weren't that familiar with. Uh, and even people that were like diehard fans, like knew who he was or whatever. But the fact that you took that character and like almost like reestablished, I feel like in a way, Batman Begins made Ra's al Ghul the character even more popular. Oh, yeah. You know, because like, other than the animated series, they <clears throat> yeah. had never used it no, really. Not other at all. Than the comics, like, obviously. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, and you had Liam fucking Neeson playing Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. You can't lose. Yeah. And now that you've you know, seen it, like you can't see anybody else playing no, that part. I still never will. Like I just can't. Because he looks like Ross Ghoul. Yeah. He had the goatee, everything. Even even as I don't know, man. But he, and it's it's that true. guy. I don't know. I think though like because I don't want to sound like I'm just the fucking contrarian, you know, but I think it's just because of it might be because even though I do agree to a certain extent you do kind of connect with the villain mm-hmm. more in some aspects. And and yeah, I agree to it. To a certain extent, there's certain films or certain shows where I do, but I still kind of find myself gravitating more towards the hero character. And I think it's just because with our generation, we grew up with that. And it's it's yeah. like, you know how like you still have that appreciation for that type of character, even if you've seen it over and over and over again. Right. But if you get the right actor... And it's the characters fleshed out just enough, mm-hmm. you know, like you're still going to enjoy it. Like I, I would say that that started to kind of fizzle out in the late, late 90s, early 2000s, because that was around the time that people were connecting or starting to connect more with the villains than they were the heroes. Well, like he said, they're just written better. Like <clears throat> yeah. Thanos and uh, and Joker, Heath, or not yeah. Heath Ledger. It should uh, even Tom Hardy Bane. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, you just understand where they're coming from. Ra's you're al like, Ghul. Yeah, Ra's al Ghul. It's like, we understand why you're so upset and why you want to do these horrible things. Well, and it's interesting because I was talking to Ace about this, and I was like, if you really think about it, Ra's al Ghul's not really a bad guy. He's really not. If you really flesh it out, it's like it was a little fucking crazy that he wants to completely take out Gotham City. He's an extreme. It's like he's an extreme solutionist. Yeah, know, like, exactly. You know, like, but why try to change them? Just wipe them out and start over. Exactly. Well, that's the same thing with Thanos. He wanted to get rid of half the universe because there were so many issues. Now we'll so flourish. Yeah. yeah. All those all those planets that I killed half the people, they're all flourishing now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. It is true. I mean, with with destruction, there is. You know, it's, it's true. Yeah. Like, y- you know, like uh, that never happens before. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I was going to do a little bit where I was going to download the song Trapped or, or get or Headstrong from Trapped. And I was going to have it go off. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, what's going on? Or I just can't let it keep ringing. Dude, I love this fucking song, bro. <laughs> Like I was gonna do it and I forgot to download it, man. But Does I was like, Nick will that love we that. Hate I seen how many posts you did on it on Instagram. I was like, oh my god, that would be fucking great. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Like, Three Doors yeah. Down would have been better. Oh uh, god, I fucking actually like Three Doors Down, though, bro. I do. Like, I'm I sorry. Died a little inside. I fucking love Kryptonite, man. It's a good song. We're no longer friends. <laughs> uh, bro, bro, those guys are fucking rich. 
<laughs> and they make great I knew, songs. I knew bro. that's where Nick was going to go. where he goes. Like, just because they have money, we should have respect for oh, them. Oh, I'm sorry. Are they just like shitty people because they follow their dreams and they just because they don't do what we like? Like, I'm not, I don't hate on Justin Bieber. Can I stand his fucking music? Absolutely not. But I'm not hating on him. Not only does that guy get more pussy than anybody else in the world, but he's fucking got oh money. He cannot do anything hurts. else for the rest of his <laughs> life. And he will fucking be still stacked so ass true. rich, dude. But, you know, you've got a point. Like, like, but I remember many like um, trips to the movie theater and hearing that stupid fucking generic Three Doors Down song yeah. when they would show the military commercials. Like, I love that song. Like a Citizen Soldier. Course. It's on they my would, iPod. Oh, they, ah, speaking, <laughs> speaking of getting rich, have you watched Burt Kreischer's new show on uh, Netflix? The Cabin? Yes. I watched uh, the one with Joey Diaz the other day. It was pretty <laughs> funny. I watch just watch all of them because it's fucking hilarious, and I want this for you. <laughs> <laughs> See the problem is I'm not gonna have a bunch of famous people come chill with it me in the woods. It doesn't matter. You know? you know, funny people like just bring Z Weezy on. Bring oh yeah, Nick that would on. be funny. Like, God, have you seen this? No, but so I, I, Bert Kreischer is the friend of Tom Segura's, and they have their own little like little empire. Yeah, and uh, Bert Kreischer put a, a show on Netflix called The Cabin with Bert Kreischer, and he brings these comedians on to try and like relax. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, uh, dude, it's fucking gold. And that's this. He I brings saw, some heavy hitters out there. It's yeah, he funny. does. And I just saw this for you. Like, I could see you doing something like this. Oh yeah, like that's bringing people great. together, trying to do activities together, and then just bullshitting the whole time that would be amazing that's, that's my dream job probably yeah. like, that's great yeah. i'll be your first volunteer <laughs> i mean, I, I, mean I guess that's what the collector's edition was supposed to be <laughs> we're getting there man it's just yeah. you gotta get the damn covid thing so it's situated i know yeah 2021 god please be a better year yeah we're want you to be on one of the episodes because you have a bunch of stuff oh <laughs> oh yeah 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 oh edition. the collectors yeah yeah that's That'd right awesome, yeah because uh yeah, because I've got to get everything organized because I got my like CDs scattered in my room right now. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to fix everything and yeah. you know, but and file everything away. But um, yeah, like and I like, forgot to send it to you, but I did that <clears throat> fucking haul, bro. No, I watched it. Did you? Yeah, where's my Mitch Hedberg CD? Oh shit! <laughs> Why didn't you fucking text me, bro? <laughs> Damn, I wanted you to have that too, bro. I was. So, we had just talked about Match Hedberg too. I was, I was so like, happy when you see it when you uh, saw when I that saw that. I was video. like, I'm buying that for Greg. I it made like, me so happy. That shit, man. I will. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, you, whatever you get that situated, what, man. What's we'll get um, that done. like? I was gonna say because we're talking about crime dramas, but I was gonna say, what is your guys' most hated band like? If you had to go, like, you know, I'll, I'll go, like, Greg first and then Nick second. Like, I already I'm, know Greg's answer. No, you think you know. You think it's Five <laughs> Finger Death Punch, but nope, it's not. Nope, nope. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> really? My most hated band, like, if they left It Earth, doesn't even have to be metal. I mean, it could just be any I'm going to type in what I think it is, and we'll see if I'm right. You okay. probably know what my answer is. Um, Maybe. Hang on. You can type in it. Yeah, it's, Don't it's say right. it, but you've heard me hate the shit out of this pin. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nick knew. <laughs> I feel like you guys How did think Nick you- know? <laughs> did you tell him? <laughs> no, I'm, I just know how he feels. I'm going to go with Disturbed. <laughs> All really? Right. That was, you threw me a curveball, which wow, fuck you. I love Disturbed, too. too. I, I wasn't expecting I that. I hate Disturbed. Anytime oh, they come- ah! I can't do it anymore, but I used to kill that shit. 
I like when their music comes on, it's like nails on a chalkboard. I don't want to sound like the sophisticated disturbed fan. Yeah. <laughs> like I you know what the like fuck you're talking I'm about. I'm gonna go like with the Patrick Bateman type of pitch here, but I'm like, I really feel like they grew, you know, on <laughs> the their third own album commercially <laughs> with their second record and really showed a sign of maturity that the first record didn't have. I love the like, sickness, bro. I still own that <laughs> shit. Still God, in my car, dude. I hate. Disturbed. That's one band I cannot listen to. I'll change. Like I'll actually listen to Five Finger Death Punch because you got stupefied. <laughs> ha! What did you write? What did you What did you write down? He actually got mine. Did he really? Yeah, that's why I was. He like, may have mentioned him? to me that you hated him too, but he fucking hates him. No, oh. I'm curious. Who is it? You know who it is. I'm bro. surprised you didn't say it first thing. Sublime. Uh, I don't I practice Santeria. Fucking hate that band so much. Y'all are monsters. Hate, and, <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that hatred has not dwindled at all. The, the poor fire man died. It's still very well. You know what? It fucking made it worse Can because you? his music lives on forever. Nick's like, I'm we glad got, he got fucking murdered. Yeah, Merc that bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> So can you please like explain to Nick why we hate this band so much? Oh, okay. Wow. Where I do I start with music, that? Apparently. Like, okay, so it kind of it, it, it's kind of a few different things. Like um one of the big reasons is the music to us already sucks as it is. <laughs> it's like one of one of our good friends, one of my close friends, Kurt, put it perfectly. It's a glorified white reggae band. Yes. And like and it's like that's no, that's, that's fucking UB forty. Put <laughs> oh, some respect shit. on their name, bro. Oh, Come on shit. now, he these dudes got their UB own subgenre, bro. Like my mom loves UB forty. <laughs> I fuck with red red wine, bro. <laughs> I do, I do. It's great at weddings, old people birthdays. It fucking stays alive today. Oh bro. my god, <laughs> you know, you know how Elvis took. The black man's music and then made it popular. Yes, don't that's you dare Sublime. compare yes. Sublime to that's fucking Elvis. Bro. They're both exactly they never ripped off Bob Marley. That, no, bro. no, but I see his point. That's true because, like, and then I'll tell you my little Sublime story. It was a girl that I lost my virginity to, and for some odd reason, when I was in high school, I told you this. I thought Sublime was a metal band. <laughs> I don't know why I thought they were, but I was like. Oh, you know, because I, you know, remember how we used to say snot is like the new metal supply? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, and so this girl that I'd been talking to for a year or whatever, I invited her over to my house and. Like she was like, oh yeah, I'm a big Sublime fan. She was psycho, but I'm not gonna get into that. But like, she plays Sublime, and I just remember she was playing on my stereo, and I'm like. I'm trying so hard to get into it. I got a minute into it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put in something else. <laughs> I didn't fucking say that at first, but then, like, you know, I of course I put in Fear Factory. And then, like, so, <laughs> like, so then, like, later on that year, we had these friends, Brian and Laura, that we smoked with all the time, like, got into a stupor how much we smoked. And our friend Brian would be like, Oh come on, man! You know, Sublime's like it's it's good stoner music, and like we're riding in the car, and me and one of my best friends, oh, Andrew, God. is sitting in the back seat, and like he starts playing a Sublime CD, and I go, still stoned, and it still sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, turn it 
off. Like, I can't listen Your to this shit. Your voice is the like, blasphemy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so funny that you call this monsters. <laughs> Sublime ain't never hurt nobody. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> well, one of my dad's good friends, his uh, his little brother was best friends with the guitar player. Yeah. And when they moved out to California, because he grew up, in, in Lakeland and yeah. went to Santa Fe. They went to Santa Fe together. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, when they moved out to Cali, he would send them all their tapes, <clears throat> you know, when they were still, you know, getting up there. Yeah. I don't know. I always just thought that was cool. Like, what is your most hated band? Mine? Yeah. Ooh. I don't think Nick hates things. Yeah, I don't feel like he does either. Uh, uh. It's like with Nick, it's either like, yeah, it's all right, or yeah, yeah. I don't he like doesn't. It. I have to be honest. He doesn't really like trash talk. He's like, eh, it's. Not I hate really. certain things, but it's more like people, not really oh, yeah. what they do. Like yeah. I could hate somebody as a person and still love what they do. <laughs> yeah. Like I love Kanye West's music, but yeah. I fucking hate him as a human being. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's really hard for me. That's one thing that I struggle with. Is if I hate the person, it's hard for me to enjoy their music. Yeah, man. I, I feel you on that. Not just music, man. I love fucking Polly Shore, dude. I grew up on that man shit. Right. And then I met him. And now I can't watch fucking Son in Law. I think it I for actually me. watched the episode where you were talking about Polly Shore. Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> he just, like, it was just like, man, what a dick, bro. And I thought, you know, and it, like, I, I was thinking about it because when you guys were talking about it on one of the last episodes, and I thought, like, I, I felt like. Again, I don't want to sound like the contrarian type, but I, I've always been kind of like the minority on certain things. I just never fucking cared about Polly Shore. No, I just growing get up it. As, as as a kid, you know, it's just well, you I hate didn't... Sublime, so that doesn't. Surprise <laughs> me. You just don't like universally Polly... loved things. Like it's fine. It's fine. You're like yeah, it's, great, it's, it's okay. Great, you can great, be same way. Like, like, same way. <laughs> Um, that's one thing about Polly is when I would li even watch his movies as a kid, I'm like, I understand if somebody doesn't like this, but I'm laughing my ass off. Wait, which it's, one? It's the weasel. <laughs> it's the weasel. <laughs> Polly Shore, yeah. Oh yeah. I like. Yeah. I understand why somebody wouldn't like him, but I do. So yeah, no, no. And people I, are like, I Biodome. I love that movie. No, so I don't. I, th that's so the great. thing, though. I don't even hate him. I yeah. just don't care. I'm totally indifferent to yeah. him. I'm you know, a Sherman like, I, I, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be ecstatic or I'm not going to be angry if somebody brings up Polly Sherman. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, I, just I feel like I would have gave yeah. a shit 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and even then I'm not so sure. <laughs> the best thing about it was, when because like obviously we didn't go to that show. I don't remember if you remember the story at all, but we were supposed to go see him. He didn't sell enough tickets to have two shows, and then they tried to stuff like a hundred extra people into the first, the only show. Oh! And they were like, "Yeah, it's eighty bucks, and you're standing." I'm like, "Fuck you! I'm not standing for Polly Shore." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not that guy, but like, fuck that! Like, this yeah. place was already small, you know? Yeah, exactly. And we were just sitting outside, and he was like, "Look, man, we got a couple local dudes coming on after him. Uh, if you want, you know, we won't give you your money back, but we'll give you for a couple free rounds." And you can come enjoy the show, sit wherever the fuck you want for free. The owner said that. Mm. I was like, all right, bro, that's a fair deal. Fuck it, dude. I wouldn't do anything else on Saturday. Why not? And when we were sitting out there smoking a cigarette, getting ready to leave, that's when he pulled up with his little posse. He had like a small little guy that carried a suitcase and shit. But that was <laughs> it. No bodyguard. Nothing like that. Uh, he, I was so, like, I knew he wasn't <laughs> tall. Yeah. But he's a fucking leprechaun, bro. He is. <laughs> really? I, if he's five foot, it would surprise me. 
Wow. Oh, he was just so tiny. Crazy. I could have picked him up and put him in my pocket. That's how small he was. <laughs> Walked off with him. So what uh, What happened between you guys? Yeah, now, now I'm in, in, in suspense. <laughs> oh, well, like my wife, you know, she grew up, uh, like her teenage years was Pauly Shore's on Time on Top. So like she loves Pauly Shore more than I do. I like Pauly Shore, but she, she really fucks with Pauly Shore's movies. So she was like, oh, my God, Polly, can I get a, a picture with you and this and that? And he's like, uh, I don't do touching or anything like that. And I'll see you guys inside, though. And my wife's like, not for $80. Stand it, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> and we got in, and that was the end of that. <clears throat> and we went back, and as we were walking in, I guess the show didn't go well. A lot of people were pissed off and like wanted their money back. I guess he pissed in a bunch of water bottles in the backstage, did a whole bunch of nasty shit. Oh, my God. It supposedly made all these pre-Madonna fucking things, like green uh. M&Ms type shit. Oh, oh yeah. see, I knew it. Like, I always go to the green M&Ms. When you say pre-Madonna, so, that's where my well, mind always goes. Well, you know, goes. There's, there's a thing to that. So um, there was, I forgot what <clears throat> band it was, but they did that on purpose. Yes. They had a reason for doing that. I think Ace told me that just like a couple of weeks ago. It was based off principle or something. Well, like- the thing is, is they would have these like demands and they wouldn't be ridiculous demands and they weren't getting them. And, oh, yeah, and see, so that- what they did, what they started doing is putting like green M&Ms mm-hmm. at the very bottom or something along those lines at the very bottom. Because if you had green M&Ms in your dressing room, that means that they read the whole thing and they should have everything else that you got. Yeah. It's just like a, a way to see if they did what you. And if they're paying attention. Yeah, exactly. Oh, or you're important yeah. enough. Hmm? Or you're important enough. What do you mean? Because I'm saying, like, yeah, if, like, me or you... you goddamn Van Halen. I'm just saying, honestly, though. I think it like, was Van Halen. Yeah, like, I think it I'm is. just saying, if I it's some it local is. fucking band that's rolling in, like, hey, bro, you know, there was, there was no there was no this or that back there. Yeah, like, like, bro, I the paid you 50 you? bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I called you on a whim. The last guy's called out, bro. Like, we just got you in here. Well, now... They're, they're the like local band. Yeah, that but came when in. the weekend comes in, you better believe whatever the fuck that man put on that paper. Yeah, you're goddamn right. You know why? Because we saved your show, okay? <laughs> you had a band that canceled. So we're coming in and we're going to fucking save this entire show. So we better get what we asked for. Wait, I'm sorry. Who I'll the turn fuck it into karaoke night. <laughs> but, uh, exactly. but that's what I'm saying is like they weren't ridiculous demands. It was just like simple request right. and anything. No, I get it. I get it. Like, it makes sense. Like, Shit, to me, if you even gave me a broom closet, you're like, this is your dressing room. I'm like, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> I never got a room before. Like a green room or any of that yeah. shit. <sighs> oh, dude, I would, I would totally be like, because I would try to be. I don't feel like I'm a difficult person, like, for the most part. Like, I don't know. You you would be able to tell me if I was. You're not a difficult person to work with. You're just a, dif- a difficult person to, like, get to do anything. <laughs> like, um, like, if we try to set something up, you're like, you'll get really excited about it at the moment. Yeah. But if a month later rolls around, you have, like, a hundred other things going on, and you're like, man... I don't think I can do it because now I have this and this and this going on. Yeah. So you're you're just you're just a very excited person and you like to do a lot of things and you realize you can't cram all those things. I'm into still like figuring that out. I'm yeah. 36 years old and I'm still figuring that yeah. out. Like I, I and I'm like I'm I think I'm slowly starting to figure out like oh you're 36. I, yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> 
You're old as fuck. God, I thought you were way older. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, I'm just I kidding. knew it was coming. I'm just kidding. But if I can like sit you down and like get you concentrated on what we're working on, you're great to work with. You're like I have no complaints with you at all ever working with you with anything. Well, no, I I totally you know well, and it's always fun. You exactly, know, like you make time. it fun. That's why I wanted you to be on the podcast so bad because I knew we would have a good time. No, and I have like every time, like uh, you know, and I I feel like if we were to become successful, I don't think my demands would be like it's like, dude, if you get me an Italian sub and you just put fucking extra salami on it with that's the all power, I'm asking. yeah, with the, that's all I'm asking, you know, like make sure it's grape or lemon lime, like you know, if you bring <laughs> me in a fucking fruit punch, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. <laughs> You know, like, I mean, but honestly, like, I don't feel like my requests for things would be like. That's because she hasn't made it yet. You haven't made it yet. <laughs> Make sure you warm up that brownie in the microwave. I will not eat that shit cold. I would be like, like I don't give a shit what's in. Like, I would ask for things that you're not supposed to ask for. Like, <laughs> is there hookers and cocaine in there? Oh like my I god, you for? said it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you would ask that. Asian, right? I'm specific about my hookers, bro. Oh my god, you're making me think of like Jeremy Piven and fucking um, uh, very smoking bad aces. Things. No, That's my oh, fucking yeah, guy, aces. bro. I want to be Buddy Israel so fucking bad, dude. Dude, what when your boy says, gonna call? What he says? These flowers um, have wilted. Yeah, especially when he says, call the florist. Oh, I love when Joel Egerton's character is. Oh, like, dude, that's the greatest yes, part. Yeah, he's like, what? Is this throws and the card in the in the in the cinnamon roll? And he's like, oh, it's a cinnamon roll. The roll, the roll of, of the cinnamon. cinnamon. <laughs> it was like, how about Eastern European jizz? Do <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you want me to like, send out? <laughs> send out for what? To incinerate? <laughs> See, you got the fucking ejaculate, right? And then you got the fucking fibers and it's worked its way in over eight hours. <laughs> the $8,000 calfskin jacket, to be exact. <laughs> Jeremy Piven should have got an Oscar for he that really part. He really should have. Like, he really, fuck you really love that should have. You know, but I'm shocked, though, that we have not. We, we're talking about crime dramas, right? Uh-huh. Or I guess we were loosely. We loosely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like uh, we, we did better this time. By the third, fourth time, right? We got this shit. Yeah, <laughs> man, <laughs> absolutely. Like um, you should I, be happy though. This shit never happens when it's just me and him. Yeah. We do exactly what we want, and then yeah. it's all good. Yeah. But, but damn it, when Mick Sawyer co- <laughs> when Mick comes through, we do what the fuck we want. <laughs> Fuck topics. I know, right? <laughs> we'll talk about what we want. Well, <laughs> at least we had a good a good time, and I hope everyone had a good time listening, but I think I'm going to call it. We're at the two-hour mark, and that's like ridiculous. One more time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> one, more, one more. Two hours in a row. That's like it's yeah. the third one. We got to go for three. I know, right? It's the trilogy, baby. Joe Rogan. Threes. We're got starting to. our own Dark Knight trilogy with podcasts. Yes. We'll, touch on Do- we'll touch on Batman on every episode. I was going to say, we should just pick something to talk about musicals next time, and then it's just all bad. Batman for three hours, dude. <laughs> That's why it's like when you asked me, like, what are we going to talk about? Uh, gangster flicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, until the next time you come on. It's, all, it's we, been we a fucking fun. great time, it's, bro. It, I, I love, love it. having you it, on. I love this shit. Like, I think this is like, even if 
I become more successful and you guys become more successful. Even if I go on the fucking Joe Rogan experience, I'm still going to say this is my favorite podcast I've ever been on. So. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, that. That's awesome, bro. Oh, yeah. Suck it, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> we won. Uh, before I uh, close it out, I initially gave you, Nick, um, uh, what was it called? Nocturnal Animals. Mm. But at Ooh. the last minute, I changed my Giver. mind and I changed it to The Giver. Oh, yeah. 1991 with Mark Hamill. I, I know his yeah. obsession with Giver. Yeah. I like Mark Hamill. <laughs> so next episode, we'll be talking about Giver. <clears throat> Hell yeah. All right. Until then. Later. Later. Later.